What's up, everybody? Capricorns, Virgos, Libras, but most importantly, Aquariuses. You are now listening to another edition of Stimson Ladies and Uber Sabati got to do it. Oh, okay. It's in the whalers. I know, I was like, there's no baby He won't dress so bad, audience. Boy, with this hairline, I don't know how I look with dreads, dog. I don't know. He said, welcome to Jamrock. Reggie, go ahead and sing your Cool Running song, man. Nah, man, my thoughts on Cool Runners are to <laughs> be... Oh no! Speaking of cool runnings, we're not gonna talk about my final say at the beginning. Oh wow! Alert! 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 We'll save it because I was gonna say it too, so we'll save it. Oh, double alert! Double alert! Double! It wasn't a final say for me. It was a hey, fun tidbit at the beginning of the show, but Reggie's like, "Nigga, it's the end," so we're gonna save it. Enough people said they know something they can't believe. That was another Jamaican song that that was faked out. Hey. Everybody, welcome to play. Come on, Lance. You can. How about this one? Uh, how about Peter Tosh? You can do a little Peter Tosh. Uh, I don't know Peter Tosh. I know Supercat. <laughs> you know Sean. I Bob? know. I know Barrington Levy. Right, I know two gold rings like them Shabba rings. What up, though? It is your boy Play Oh, a.k.a. Play me some pimping, man. Okay, and it's Rich, a.k.a. Rich, exclamation point, a.k.a. It wasn't me. And it's your boy Thomas, a.k.a. Stimpy, a.k.a. On the streets, they call it Martha. But I saw you in the shower. Wasn't me. Saw you naked on the counter. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> but you were sitting on the toilet. Wasn't me. You said you even I... took a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I even saw you on Cheaters. Wasn't me. I answered when you said my name. <laughs> <laughs> my license plate say. <laughs> My phone pinged at that location. <laughs> I held up two forms of ID. <laughs> I held up two forms. <laughs> okay. Found a clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the serving going to be? Oh, man. Let's go down to H time one time. And let's holler at the prophet Devin the dude. Okay. Devin, man, what the fuck you doing here? <laughs> Devin, what the fuck is you doing here, man? And I quote, 
Keep that beat rolling. You see everybody's holding their own. You know I got to bust at least two or three before I'm gone. But there's always one in the crowd, rapping loud. All of the niggas' mouth calling bitches and cowards with that East Coast flow. West Coast, body bang, you don't know nothing about the South. We try to find someone to hang with, man. When you finish, Florida, whatever the fuck that you doing, holla at me. I'll be in, I'll the, be bathroom. in the bathroom. Okay. I'll be in the bathroom. What a title. <laughs> there it is right there. You already got the title ready? <laughs> Write it down now. He's like, that's, that was easy. He got, he got the clip <laughs> and the title out the way already. So we, since we did talk about people getting love, why don't we give love to some basketball players from the 70s since Reggie wants to keep this series. <laughs> man, I'm getting the feeling you don't like this series, man. I think it's a great series leading up to the All-Star game. I'll be honest with you. The only reason why I'm hating on it is because so far it hasn't been that difficult. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like we about to have some differences right now. Well, I got one oh, person yeah. that's not on my list for sure that y'all are going to be talked about. But also, I I, fell, I followed the one rule that nobody agreed to make. And that is, if I picked you in the 60s, nigga, you ain't going to make the 70s list. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> And I didn't follow that rule, but that's too B. <laughs> well, Reggie, your topic, set it off on the left, y'all. Set it off, I suggest you set it off. Okay, I want my point guard to be Queen Latifah or Vivica. Great at defense. <laughs> and this man was six times the all defensive first team. I want him to be great distributing, getting everybody involved. And I want him to be smooth off the court, too. Maybe wear a nice color suit that you wasn't used to. Do you want I'm talking to about be the one, the, the only basketball Clyde, player ever? Walt Frazier. Okay. The coolest. Coolest motherfucker to ever play basketball. Six cool. All NBA, seven All Stars, two rings. The seventies was him from the mind you. The only two rings the Knicks ever got, and people all want to talk about Willis Reed. One of them ships, and they just came out in the court and shot two baskets and left. Clyde gave him that championship. Okay, I like Clyde. Hey, yeah, shout out. To Walt Clyde Frazier. By the way, one of my favorite basketball analysts. If I get to hear a Knicks game, I definitely want to hear him on the game. So shout out to hey, Yeah, he's a smooth operator. T- Clyde's so smooth, he convinced niggas to dye their hair black instead of keeping it gray. Come on now. Him and Keith, huh? Keith's moving baseball. Shout <laughs> Keith Hernandez. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, you next. Who's uh who's your point guard then? All right. Reggie liked that defense, and I do too, but I likes a little bit of offense, if you ask me. And when we talking offense, we talking four times All-NBA, five-time NBA All-Star, and one-time scoring champion. And when I say creative, I mean creative. And when I say scoring, I mean scoring. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Pistol. Pete Maravich. I was wondering if anybody was going to do Pistol Pete, man. Well, I have to say that I do agree with one of my Damn, brothers, you, my point guard. Y'all both brother, put him over Walt? It's Reggie Simpson. Because I put oh, Walt as my okay. point guard. Get the fuck out of here. Are you oh, kidding okay. me? I, oh, okay. I'm not going to lie. I do have a bias. I'm pretty much trying to make every person on my list black. But if they're too cold as a white person, they're going to make the list. So uh, Walt definitely made it as the number one. So... Pistol I mean, Pete deserves honestly, the love, though. Give him the love. He was on my honorable mentions for sure. I mean, he he will get love. 
just not a point guard. So we're gonna he move be on. The perfect six man. <laughs> now the perfect six right man now is on my the bench. two guard. I'm taking it back. Thomas said he didn't want nobody from the '60s, but I'm talking about this man was the man in the '60s. But then in the '70s, he led the league in scoring in 1970. He led the league in assists in 1972, and he finally, and I mean finally, got him a ring. I'm talking about the logo. He's back again, Jerry <laughs> West. Yeah, scary Jerry. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, I love you, but I, you're starting on my '60s list, so <laughs> you know you can't play the same team. Shout out to Jerry, what? the logo. If we were going to do this in like a bracket style tournament, Jerry's doing double duty. That's too much. I can't have him doing that. So no. he's not on there. But I do love him. He was still great in the 70s. Can't deny that. Chris, who's your shooting guard? You're number two. Man, you know I'm going to have this man in here. And all respect to Jerry West. But when I'm thinking of this guy, I'm thinking of the big afro. I'm thinking about my man out here balling, profiling, man. You at, talk the about at the at the two? two, at the two, man. Oh wait a minute, he's not a two. I thought he was a two. He's, he's no, a he's three. a three. He's a three for sure. Ouch, <laughs> ouch. Well, that helps me out even more then. Well, guess what? I'm going did. I can go and put my man in here now. I can put I mean, my man. You can put him at the two if you want, because no, let's be clear, no. we all put Bill Russell at no, the four last no, night. I would, <laughs> no, 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 no. I would heal at Ford because Ford was the hard part. Guard is easy. Give me Walt Clyde Frazier. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> that was the hard part. But the whole time, I won't say his name yet because we're going to talk about him coming up. But I, yeah, we definitely going to talk about him. Hard, so don't. Yeah, no, uh, but th- like you said, uh, I said earlier, I agree with both my brothers. So, you know what they say the two is for? It's, that's for offense. It's the, the shooting two is guard, for, they yes. call them. So, I want my <laughs> two to style and profile and be the first person to, like, even if you if you watch the 70s and you, you had no idea what and one mixtapes were. But let me tell you right now, this nigga did. Pistol Pete coming in okay. at number yeah. two. All offense. And and understand this. This man didn't get coached by a person who wasn't his daddy until he was in the actual pros. And he is still this cold. Okay. How many people could... like? And he kept playing like he better. was getting coached by his daddy. He was just jacking up shit. I'm talking about taking Steph Curry shit when it didn't matter. Pete when nobody today? was guarding you out there. <laughs> if Pete played today... Oh, yeah. If Pete played today, he'd be Steve Nash. If Pete played today, I think he'd be more Dame Lillard because he has that attitude. Pete used to talk mad shit. So I think that he would definitely have them stairs and be putting daggers in people up 30. So I'm like, eat that one, bro. You, you already are winning. What are you talking I just about? say Steve Nash because I think he's bigger than Dame like Steve was. I think oh, he, he probably is. He probably I think, I think Pete was like a 6'3", 6'4". 6'3", 6'4", something like that. Because he was big when you used to watch him play. That I really should have looked that up. I'm sorry, audience. I should have known. Oh, how tall he was. I should have just guessed on, on air. Forgive me. Uh, but yeah, Pistol Pete, mine too. <laughs> now, Reggie, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and talk about all three of our picks for the three? Because if you pick somebody else, you wrong. I don't know how right now at the three, I'm gonna take the second best player of the 70s. I would say the only reason he's the second best player of the 70s is because he spent some of the decade in a different league than the NBA. I still count that time. But too. this man was the all-star game MVP 
in all NBA twice. Just in the NBA. I ain't even counting the ABA championships and what he was doing over there. We're talking about the doctor, Dr. Julius Irvin. The doctor. And what'd you say about his fro when it's flying through the air, man? Oh, man. Spectacular, dog. Tell me you did. But I ain't going to skip to saying that that's your choice, man. Who you got at the three, Chris? No, that's my three. That's his choice. That's my three. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I'm happy. When I saw that, I was like, oh, he's a Ford? Man. So yeah, I, no. Yeah, so shout yeah, out. Nah, Dr. Ford, J was a, a tall three. Hey. All-star in 16 seasons, 11 in NBA, 5 ABA. Of course, he was the ABA MVP three times, 74, 75, 76. NBA All-star MVP, 77. And, of course, he led the ABA in scoring four of his five seasons. This is the important part, though. If none he created of you, the dunk contest. That's what I'm saying. If none of you have seen Dr. J play when he was in the ABA specifically, it is like watching a man among boys. It is insane how athletic and great he is and dr j i would like to point out if you i mean he, he's a bigger star than any of the people i'm on the list but if you like people like uh you know vince carter or early mike or uh I'm trying to think of even older sean kemp or uh you know david thompson people like that then dr j is who birthed all of them yeah, yeah, look at it like this. If everybody knows the Michael Jordan free throw dunk, then that's where he was doing pretty much the Dr. J, what he was on. And everybody, if you remember the game, I can't remember the name of the Nintendo game, Reggie and Thomas, but remember Dr. J was on a game, if I remember right, and they had that Statue of Liberty dunk on that mug. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was called. Contest. And but, nah, before that, on the old – Regular Nintendo, remember they had Dr. J versus Larry Bird. They had Magic versus Bird. Oh, yeah. Yep. They had all them different, like, one-on-one games. But, yeah, straight up, Dr. J also, is the one. If you don't know about him, just go to YouTube and type in Dr. J layup, and you're going to see the cutest hey, basketball oh, player. Oh, yes. Yes. Also, Lakers, right? this man was, like, the first true star in basketball, too. Like, you nah, can't be undersold. Well, yeah. Well, he was. Well, he, he was. He did. Was he the first to have a shoe? Will yeah, Chamberlain. Will well, Chamberlain was, was, was a household was name. But was he the first? But he was a household name. Well, was he the first to have a shoot over edge? Dr. Will J? No, because Dr. J had the weapons. Dr. J. Also, think about this way. When you watch like Jordan do his free throw line Everybody dunk. Everybody was watch, wearing them. And you watch Dr. J do his free throw line dunk. Understand that Michael Jordan had Jordans on. Dr. J did that shit in flat ass converse. He was out there in Chuck Taylor trying to jump yeah. on, you know. It just makes oh, it harder to get out there. And, and Dr. J has always had a beef with that because every time they came out with a shoe that would today be the Dr. J's, they would just call them the weapons and they'd be for everybody. And he wasn't making no extra money off of that. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but Dr. J, I think, I would hope, has made up more in you see, he's every hope. all-star week. He get, you I know think he his daughter was judge. a tennis star. I think his family is wealthy. I'm telling you, <laughs> Dr. J is the reason why you still get the dunk contest because he, he still shows up to judge he also and they pay a, him fat. He also... I don't know if you want to fuzz that out. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we at the floor? We are at the floor. Oh. And I hope that we all have so the same floor. So now at the floor, man, I think I got a, a big change of direction from y'all. 
Cause well, I don't want to just guess y'all shit, but I know that there was a more obvious fourth than this. But to me, man, nineteen seventy-five, he was the MVP. Nineteen seventy-five's the number. And three times he was the scoring champion during the seventies, where the greatest scorer of all time was doing his thing. Can I point out who's to be announced? This person you picked is amazing. Such a great player. I hope this dude shoots underhanded free throws, and that's who you're talking about, because. That is not who I'm talking about. I'm oh. talking about the left-handed wizard himself, Bob McAdoo. Wow, Whoa. you really, you really Shout came out of left field. You really came to out me, of left field. Winning that MVP and that three-time scoring champion is a bigger deal than Elvin Hayes, who I'll announce as my honorable mention, and then who Thomas just mentioned. I would never consider a four. His only competition was Julius Erving because he was only a three. Period. All right. Well, so he had to ride the bench for me. But I will say this because you shocked me because I would put, yeah, I, like you said, both people you just listed. I definitely have above McAdoo, so I'm sorry I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, Chris. Who you and got you about four? to do the uh, the Bill Russell at four? <laughs> <laughs> four is a malleable position for you. <laughs> Chris, who you got? Pull me up a new drink. Okay. All right. My foe was known for his jump turnaround jump shot. Defense, durability. All defensive team twice. Two-time rebounding champion. Finished his career as the NBA's third leading scorer of all time. Very amazing top scorer. And one of my favorite nicknames in sports, which they should bring back, while they trying to fake wear those jerseys, need to just put the name on there and get that other name out of there. The Boule, known as the Big E, Elvin oh, Hayes okay. from the like Boule. Like to point out, I'm about to double up on this because as much as I do love Rick Barry, Elvin Hayes is my number four as well. And the reason I really why thought he was about to pick Rick Barry at four. I thought he was going to do it. I can't pick fuck. Can't put Rick Barry at the four. No, that's ridiculous. But I do have to have put Big E at the four. Elvin, call him by his government name. Elvin Hayes is so good that everybody wants to talk about Wes Unseld, who I love, by the way. Better player than Wes Unseld. And say, Wes Unseld, all this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? Wes Unseld and the Wizards, Wes Unseld and the Bullets didn't win jack shit until Big E showed up and put them in the chip. I'm just saying, everybody wants to play. Yeah, Wes Unseld was the leader. Big E was the best player. Go back and look at them games. I'm telling you right now, don't underestimate Big E. I want to say the reason why I put Bob McAdoo over to Big E is because the player that the Big E, because I've never seen Elvin Hayes play, let's be clear. (laughs) So I'm going off what I've always read, and he was always compared to another player who in the 90s will definitely not make my motherfucking list, and that's the mailman. Not a fan. I hated watching it then, so I, I'm sure I would have hated watching him in the 70s, especially when niggas was having fun like Julius Irving. We I remember about. Elvin Hayes helping break the UCLA winning streak. I remember Elvin Hayes for catching Houston. a lot of outlet passes from West Unseld and taking that shit to Do the you, house. Thomas? You remember that? Yes, because I don't know if you know this or not, but my father is Reggie Simpson Sr. <laughs> and he talks about a lot of players a lot. 
And he was talking about fat ass West on sale. Uh, he probably watched the old finals highlights when uh when the I when can the see Eagles, Elvin Hayes uh, doing the Carmelone dunk. He just looked like it in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> he do that straight arm right. bullshit dunk. But nah, let's not mess around. Let's go ahead and get to this five spot at the center. We already know who that's gonna be. And if you got somebody, oh, is it you definitely the greatest basketball player of all time? Yeah. Not it's, Michael Jordan. The he's the greatest basketball player of all time. He's in the top three, if you ask me. And we talk He's about the one. Uh, hold on, before I one. say his name, let me list the credentials. This is Starting just in the 70s, ladies and gentlemen, because when I do my list, I only count the decade that we talking about. So we talk about five MVPs. Five. Hold on now. Five MVPs. Let me stop there. Put three periods after that. Five like motherfucking say, MVPs. Like they say in the song, five MVPs. He didn't have five MVPs <laughs> in his career. He had five MVPs in the 70s. Okay. Seven times all NBA, eight times all defense, and a championship. Can I point out, though, if I remember correctly, the reason why he's only seven times all NBA is because he got into the league in 72 and he was a rookie. So it took him one year before they recognized him. <laughs> and the reason why one year he got all defensive and not all NBA. It's because he got all NBA second team because of the man that I just named who won the scoring title that year, Bob McAdoo. While y'all was yes. hating on him. But let's just hey, point no, this out. Hey, no, Bob. Who, who, I'm just curious because I get MJ, but who are you suggesting is uh, better than Kareem? The greatest basketball player of all time is Michael Jordan. Yeah, I get the most people have that. The second greatest basketball player of all time is LeBron motherfucking James. Stop it. Stop it. The third best basketball player of all time is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Look, I like LeBron more than most people. Chris, do you disagree with that list? Is four or five right now. Kareem is one. Jordan is two. Okay? Then everything else after that's arguable. How you feel, Chris? Oh uh, yeah. I, now, nah, what's your three? I want to hear it right now, Thomas. Three. Yeah, um. Three. Yeah. I'm real. I'm really trying. It's hard. LeBron. I'm really trying hard not to put my bias for Kobe in there because it probably is LeBron. But I just love Kobe so much. So I'm really hard having Fuck a hard time not doing me. that. But I'll take actually for funsies because uh, I think people underrate him a lot. <laughs> I'll take this guy named. Uh, I don't know if you know him. I don't know if you like him. I don't know if he's somebody that you'd be interested in having on your team. Uh, but he plays the three. Uh, he's really, really adamant about creating fake accounts online. Uh, and I don't like that part about his, his, his game. Wee. But now, uh, if you don't nobody love Velvet more than me, but you gonna tell me that nigga's better than Brian? If he didn't tear his, or blow his ACL and blow his okay, Chris, Achilles what's your three? Shit, come on now. What's your three? You had it right. Okay, I know I got in it right. That, so now, you, do, do you also agree with me? You, you, you I might. You could have an argument that Kareem could be two and LeBron three. I'm sorry though, because for me, yeah, don't get me wrong. This is this is a genuine belief because I'm like, no my, way people I'm might be thinking KD over LeBron. No way. This is what people might be thinking uh, in terms of why I think 
I have Kareem over Jordan and stuff. I'm not that young. I watched Jordan play. I, yeah, I was two years old when he won that first title. But don't get me. I watched the whole three, and you I didn't watched watch the last like the we first watched three. Them, no. Okay, sure. But uh, if it makes you feel better, I didn't watch Kareem live at I all. I watched Jordan. I went back. Okay, and I actually watched Jordan in yeah, the eighties. Yeah, Jordan. I watched the important. Like I, Jordan was my childhood. But also, let's be clear. But hold up, for real. The reason why I got LeBron over Kareem is simple. Dwayne Wade is not in my top 100 basketball players of all time. He was carrying. Him and Chris Bosh was carrying Dwayne Wade's weak ass to championships. Okay, first off, Chris Bosh is not in the top 250 players of all time. So what are you talking about? Chris Bosh and no, I just Jack I shit. just personally like Chris Bosh. You know, <laughs> shout out Dallas, shout out Dreads. I don't. Out. I personally don't like Chris <laughs> Bosh because he refused to play in Dallas where he's from, and he had multiple opportunities. But Name anyway, one Dallas player that don't refuse to play in Dallas. And don't say the Colony's very own. Darren <laughs> <Williams>. <laughs> I was not. How do we get here? Who's y'all five in the seventies? Hold on, hold on. This is what's your bench, Reggie? Okay, man. I don't want y'all to forget about Nate Archibald. Shout out Tiny. <laughs> yeah. I don't want y'all to forget about the Ice Man. Shout out George Gervin. Burr. I want to shout out Big E myself. I want to shout out Pistol Pete myself. Bang bang. Then and then on the low, bench. like, I want to shout out John Havlicek. Because Hondo. Hondo was the, what do you call it, in between uh, Bill Russell and Larry Bird. He was the uh, he was the bridge. So you got to so, get, he, he got two championships in the 70s too. Like, he was doing his thing. He just, yeah. Cool. So, you, Chris, your, your little bench. And shout out to Hondo. I actually had him in the starting lineup until I found out that Julius was a forward, so that helped me out. I was like, well, up to the bench you go, buddy. So yeah, but shout out to Hondo. You just, nobody appreciates your game. Yeah. Uh, shout, <laughs> out to, shout out to the Iceman, George Gervin. You know, with shout the out. You know what I mean? All right. Shout out to my man, Wes Unsell. Very <laughs> underrated as a center. The early better Ben Wallace because Ben Wallace and Wes Unsell are about the same size, but Wes is I would way say better Kevin Love. better defender. I would say like a Kevin Love type. Yeah, that's what from our heard, he was the one that was doing them outlet passes like Kevin. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then I gotta put my man Earl to Pearl Monroe because y'all talking about y'all boy uh Walt and all that. But Earl to Pearl, when he showed up is when they won those two championships. So shout Hold out on, Chris. Pearl Monroe. How does Curtis Blow feel about Earl? Oh, don't make me look for the verse. Hold on, man. Now you I took make- my girl to go see Earl. <laughs> well, while that's happening, I'll, I'll let you know my bench. My bench is what I would argue is the greatest bench you could ever have. I used imagine. to go to dinner, then take the girl to see Tiny play against Earl the Pearl. Okay. How off was I, Thomas? You were off big by go quite and Jerry West to play that's the same one. Very best. And then I would go see Elvin Hayes. Reggie, this nigga Reggie.
No, what's not? What a What rhyme were you going for prior to you having to stop dead in the middle of that sentence? You said, and then I went to go see Elvin Hey. Anyway, my bench. It was like, I was like, I know I'm not the only one that just heard Reggie with that line. I, I was going to let it ride until Savannah Autumn said something. <laughs> <laughs> last but not least, I had Jerry Lucas on there. Oh, yeah? yeah. I, I would like I to hate, say, I, I you hate to him? admit that I didn't. Uh, no, I hate that I slept on him. Like he, oh, okay. I didn't even think about him as an honorable mention. Like that's fucked up. I can't, you can't just pick one Nick. They won two championships, <laughs> and they had a hell of a starting five, man. So let's it give a shout true. out to JoJo White too, man. They won two championships. JoJo White, your JoJo. Life unfortunately for you, JoJo, there were a lot better guards than than you. I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> it's like Tracy. It's a Tracy McGrady argument. It's like, how good is he? There's like seven dudes that are better than you. Know that. Hey man, listen, Tracy is, is gonna be on this list one day. My name is Reggie Simpson. Tracy McGrady is making one of these lists. He's the one like T Mac. Clyde Rick Barry and Pistol Pete. Now these players could never be beat. Okay, <laughs> and. Like I said, I want to talk about my bench because Curtis Blow even knows and shout them out. My bench is the greatest bench of all time. I got Honda. Curtis on the Blow bench. was the original Will I Am. I'm gonna let you guys know straight up that for me, no, Hondo was immediately the first player I thought of with the 70s, and I put him on the bench because that motherfucker didn't want to start, so he don't get to start on my list. That's all it is. I'm just telling him right now. It's like, bro, you literally told everybody when it was red when Bill Russell was the coach, you were like, hey, I don't start, I finish. Okay. Well, you can finish on my bench. Uh, George Seisman Gervin, you know. Hold ball. on. And Have don't forget the selfishness the behind it. The selfishness was, I want to save my energy. How about the team wants to start the game with their best player? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was Have like, a check nah. stole the ball. Have a check stole the ball. <laughs> that sounds just like it, too. <laughs> also, last but not least, I like how Curtis Blow shouts him out, and you niggas both give him hate. Rick Barry, also on the bench. This motherfucker was great. Talk about efficiency. So I'm going to cut all that out. Hey, Thomas, you going to have Ty Cobb in your starting uh, uh, rotation? That's what, because if we did, if if we did baseball players, Ty Cobb would make your team. Ty Cobb is making my my team on second base. Yes. What what, what do you ask me? Yes. You know Thomas want John Rocker to be his replacement. (laughs) First off, Thomas don't give two fucks. Thomas like is outside receiver. Riley Cooper's not good enough to play. That's the point. There's a difference in what a person can tolerate or not tolerate. Y'all remember how fast this topic was last week? (laughs) This because you because you said Kareem was the third best player. That's the problem. What the fuck? Talk about Kareem's the third best player of all time behind LeBron. That's why. Like. And also, it got, got foul, man. Just to just well, <laughs> like alcohol does that to people. Just to, for clarity, though, I, I didn't get foul. Out. You did, nigga. You definitely fussed your own self. What are you talking about? I would like to say that uh, I don't think the argument you're making against Kareem, though, 
of him having magic. We're not going back to that, man. Makes sense. Nobody when made it, an argument against Kareem because of magic. The LeBron only argument I made against, I made Kyrie no arguments against and Kevin Kareem. Love and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch and all and also I would like to point out that Jordan had motherfucking Scottie Pippen and Steve Kerr, Rodman, Paxton. It wasn't like all these niggas out here by themselves. None of them are Allen Iverson playing by themselves with Batumbo. That's it. You know what I mean? Anyway, to so move on to a different I was born in 1985. There's so no so argument. Do you have Kareem number one? Against Jordan. He, yes, he I got have Kareem, Kareem number one. And there is Jordan no too. argument against Michael Jordan, in my opinion. Period. Point blank. I, un- I understand all of that. I really do. Hey, what if Kareem was six foot? If Kareem was six foot tall, then he wouldn't be. He's not going to do that. So because if Kareem was six foot tall, he would be in the Hall of Fame. Which, which, which segues us right to our next topic. What if this is my what topic? If? And honestly, I don't know where it came from. I was just thinking to myself, you know. Honestly, we'll get. My, I was just thinking about how much I like my first, my number one player on this list. I always think about how good they are, and like, what, what if, you know? And so I was thinking, like, oh, who else is, like, a good what-if storyline? Essentially, the only, you know, rule I put forth was, like, don't pick somebody who's what-if. It's, like, what if they weren't a murderer or something? You know, like, that was the only only (laughs) rule I put in there. No, what if they weren't a murderer? You know, like, if someone was, like, oh, man. (laughs) Didn't, yeah. Stuff is, we should stop. We should stop. What, yeah, what what if Fuzz and Fuzz and Fuzz didn't kill those people you know uh that's not on the list but with that being said what if oj found a real killer we've already been through this and you won't let me say that i've exposed (laughs) the real killer i've said it multiple times on this show for the record and this motherfucker number five (laughs) i want to shout out my sisters because there's one sport they really enjoy and that's hockey Uh oh we going there i i put a hockey player on my list uh if you like hockey, I'm assuming you already know which hockey player I'm going to talk about. Because this was like the next great hope who was derailed so poorly by injuries that they are often talked about as what if. And that's Mr. Eric Lindros coming in at number five. Uh, I even know him. That's the Yeah, exactly. Like and as especially like, man, and honestly, ESPN is why I uh, know Eric Lindros because all the people on ESPN Love hockey for some weird reason. Linda Cohen, uh, I'm talking to you specifically. And they would always talk about hockey and be like, oh, just so bad. Like Eric Lindros, hurt again. And, and just so you know, this man still is considered one of the, like a great player. Like he, it's just that he was hurt. I think if I looked up that there was not a, a, a year in the league that he ever played more than 70 who games. Uh, who was he boycotting? Was it the Flyers? Who was it that he didn't want to play for when they was going to draft him? I don't remember. No, because he played for the Flyers. That's what I'm saying. I know he played for the Flyers, so I'm trying to think of who it would have been. I remember if it was them or the Leafs. Like, I got to look that up now. That was, like, the biggest story when I first heard about him. He was, like, he was on that Eli. I don't want to play for. Oh, we calling it the Eli? I thought we called it the Elway. It should be the Elway, but I want to know why more people don't take advantage of that. Like, if you don't want to play for a trash team, you need to tell It worked perfectly for Steve Francis. He refused to play for the Nordiques. Oh, okay. Well, who wants to play in Quebec? You know what I mean? Like. There's a reason that team does hey, not I'm, exist. I'm playing where they paying. Okay. Yeah, but to we're, also, we're we're us. So Reggie, what's your number five then? Number five, man. I'll take the the basketball version of that. 
his career didn't end. He kept playing. Shout out to Chris Rock, man. I'm sure you felt my pain, too. We talking about the one, the only, Penny Hardaway. Uh, Anthony? Number five. Anthony? Yeah, I, just, I was a little... A little too young. His his career didn't stop, but man, he was something else before that injury. It's so funny because for me, I, I can only remember Shaq. I can't remember Penny on the teams from when I was a kid, and that's probably because that motherfucker was hurt and wasn't playing. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just imagine if John Morant was four inches taller. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I mean, John Morant jumps. Like he's four inches taller. So man, Penny was, I mean, he had a puppet in his commercials. He had still all ride to this day for the Penny one and the Penny twos. Imagine if he would have made it past them. You cannot talk about Penny, don't bring up the shoes. They beautiful shoes, man. I don't know who to get a credit to, but shit, I'm gonna give it to Penny. I don't know about yep. coaching right now. If he was going to say, what if I was coaching recently? But we'll see. He could have did that after being a star. I mean, he was a star. That's what I mean. Like we said with Eric Lindros. Like, we all know Eric Lindros. So we all know Penny. He he left his mark. Shout out to Blue Chips. He should have been on yeah. timer. I will say for my list, it is going to – it's mostly, like, truly – like, players who are like, oh, man, this guy's great or are still in the Hall of Fame or still as well. But fuck, if they like, what would they be like if they did? You know, that's Penny falls into that category, I guess. Cinco. All right. My number five was actually born in Wichita, Kansas. Uh oh. Short career. Known for his elusiveness, agility. One of the most difficult players to tackle. But no, I'm not talking about Barry Sanders. I'm talking about Gail Sayers coming in at number five. My thoughts on Gail Sayers are to be announced. Because that's, that's, yeah, definitely a bigger what if. So my number four, since we're going to get into it, I don't know if you guys remember. This is actually my one, like, not injury-exclusive related pick on my list. Uh, Take you back to a time, I think it's like 1999, uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays had a number one overall pick. They chose this dude who was such a great baseball player. I mean, silky smooth. You're about to break my heart, man. You're about to break my heart. I can feel it. Are you about to say it? I am. Because my number four is Josh motherfucking Hamilton. Mm. What if Josh Hamilton didn't do heroin? What if? Crack! (laughs) What if Josh Hamilton didn't do drugs and turned into a terrible person? Yeah, this man was doing basically... He wasn't doing crack. He he was doing crystal meth and heroin is is literally what he was doing. But let's point out... Crystal meth, please. At least I was trying to give him a lighter drug. (laughs) He was. You say crack is a lighter drug than crystal meth? Oh, I say crack is the heaviest drug. You think crack is the heaviest? Out of the the heaviest drug. I would say if we're talking heaviest drugs, we got to do top five hard drugs, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, we're we're splitting hairs. (laughs) Uh, But to me, 
to me. That would definitely be the episode the government listens in on. But I think, I definitely think if Josh Hamilton didn't spend 10 years of his life a taste doing is. crystal meth and doing heroin, I really think that he would have been one of the greatest baseball players of all time because he still was, when he actually got clean and started playing again, actually one of the best players in the league for five or six years, post a decade on hard drugs. Number five. That was I four. tried this one night in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> With a fella. I think his name was Julio. To quote the late, great Bob Saget. You ever suck oh. dick for weed, bro? <laughs> no, I uh, can't say that I have. Oh, Bob. Reggie? Anyway, Reggie, number four. Number four. <laughs> Why are you sipping your mule? Oh, like wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> are y'all saying y'all don't look at Josh Hamilton as a what if, or is it just breaking your heart because the uh, the Reggie No, he's honorable mention for me. Okay. I just I didn't want to hear his name, man. It hurts. <laughs> and now we get to a man who. When you heard about this topic, you immediately thought about him. You know what I mean? You did work with him on the Tecmo Bowl. And my it's- thoughts are to me. <laughs> okay, then what's your number four? My man's out here was destined to be one of the greatest basketball players of the game, especially at that time, man. People loved his shoes. Those felines, you know what I'm talking about? They look like the triangle. And my thoughts are two B. Remember that time at Just for Feet when I was telling Dad? It was, it was like, you know, Chris is getting two pairs of shoes. And I was like, yeah, but these felines are now. <laughs> Anyways, it's time for me to move on to my number three. And we're going to stay in the realm of basketball, but we're going to go a little bit newer because this man does still play basketball currently. But I want you to think for a second, for a second, go back 10 years. Hold on, hold on. I know you're not going to do me dirty, too. I want you to think about a young kid from Chicago, Illinois, who went to play for Coach Calipari at Memphis. And And my thoughts are two. B. Hello. I had to get that in, even though it's to be announced right now, because also at number three, <laughs> I have the young kid from Chicago who went to go play for Calipari. So continue. Yes. So Tell me about that MVP, though. This man at 22 years old wins MVP. And honestly, this is LeBron in his actual prime. And this man wins MVP. And what happens over one LeBron. year later? One year later, Coach Tibbs decides, well, hey, man, I need you to play 48 minutes a game. And he was like, why would I do that? that that's ridiculous. He's like, no, no, because, like, that's what I demand of all my players, you know. Look at Joe Kim Noah. He's doing good. Look at Todd, Josh Gibson. He's definitely doing good. Look at Lou Aldang. All these players that are definitely not destroyed. Yeah, he and that are worn out, life. out the league yeah. now. But uh, my man Derek Rose blew his knee out so bad, and it was devastating. I watched this man. I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I, I really like Coach Cal. So I watched every game at Memphis, and then I watched him lose in the championship. So I was so oh, mad about that. Don't bring that up. Then, don't bring that up. Please don't bring if, that up. If him and Chris Douglas Robertson had to make fucking free throws, that would have been a win. Why, but, see, you why know. are you doing that? But 
You know how because I was devastated. Basketball that, anyway, anyway, this man was one, probably the most dominant rookie I can think of in a long time. It, to the point where his second year in the league, he won MVP. Derrick Rose was so silky smooth. Some of layups off the glass, this spin work with the dribbles, everything. What this did man, Kevin Harlan say amazing. when he went up for that? <laughs> amazing. And no, I don't have Derrick on the list. Sorry. What's your number three? Oh, well, number three, this was my heartbreaking story as a youth deal. I'm talking about one of the greatest college basketball players that I've seen. Two. Young, 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 young kid. To be announced. Does he have red hair? Because if he has red hair, he's too fucking be announced. Does he have red hair? Well, he did. I mean, now he has great Did he hair. play for the Terrapins? See? Okay, no. And my thoughts people. are too. Well, speaking of to be announced, it's time. My number two. I don't know if you know this, guys. Um, Brian's sick. My number two is Gail motherfucking Sayers. Could you just what if he didn't get his knee destroyed in that tackle? This man was four or five years. Like people talk about Jim Brown and Gail Sayers on this level. But the thing is, Jim Brown played for 10, 12 years, and then was like, I'm out, guys, fuck off. Whereas Gail Sayers played for like six years, and it was like, fuck my knee. Oh, I can't walk because that was the time. There was just nothing you could do when your knee got destroyed that way, and that really sucks because when they show the highlights and stuff, think about it this way. Gail Sayers played six years in the NFL and yeah. made the 50-year or the all 75, whatever the fuck it is, team for NFL. Like, that's insane. I mean, granted, it was a special team, but like, Still, Devin nah. Hester could have made it. Nah, he he he's definitely would have been that guy if he would play longer. I'm sure the stats would have showed measured up for his Hall of Fame career. Yeah, no, I agree. That's what, like, it's just when you watch the highlights when they show the Bears, you know, hey, we're gonna show you the Bears running backs throughout the years. This is NFL films, and we're bored. And they'll be like, "This is Walter Payton. He's fucking good. This is Gale Sayers." How blessed, are, how blessed is all my peoples in Wichita to have two the greatest running backs ever to come out of Wichita, man. Reggie, well, uh, number two. What's your dudes? Number two. Shout out to all y'all out there to spend summers with your dads. I know it's a few of you. I want to take you back to Plano, Texas in the mid-90s. And we head into the just for feet. For me to get shoes for the school year, for Chris to get shoes for the school year. You see the plural on it. We walk in, I immediately start playing basketball. Chris is looking for shoes. That that's you're totally omitting the fact that I was fucking there. I <laughs> mean, but you <laughs> wasn't even school age yet. You wasn't getting I shoes. Know. I got I got yeah, I got a right and a left shoe, but I got shoes because I got one for <laughs> my right foot and my left foot, you motherfucker. <laughs> We're not counting you because you <laughs> you couldn't hit the court. Was you wearing turtle on. shoes? Was you wearing teenage mutant shoes? Yeah, you was wearing Walmart joints, buddy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was looking for the Reebok pumps. If we're all being honest, you know what I mean. Like that was probably exactly the shoe I was trying to Probably like yeah. 1994, man. You rocking some some children's shit. So now <laughs> oh, I, got, I got the duck shoes. Damn duck shoes. I already know what shoes I'm getting, man. I. 
It's been a year. I didn't have my mind on them Grand Hills. They mine. I don't care how much they cost. They mine. Chris searching for deals over there. That's right. Till this then. day. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times Dad said to me, now you sure? <laughs> While Chris had two pairs of shoes in his hands. But the bottom line was Grand Hill was the man. And he should have been the man for over a decade. Yeah. But instead, Thanks. injuries derailed that. That's my number two. Thanks. Imagine yeah. imagine Scotty Pippen was actually a scorer, too. Hey, man. I'm telling you, man. It's amazing, man. Imagine if, you know, Grant Hill. Like, how do you describe Grant Hill to people that didn't see him when he was at his full power? Like, imagine if the best player on your team Led the team in points, assists, rebounds, defense. What about saying your defense and defense? Right. He can lock down your best player, too. Yeah. And then because you decided to go to Duke, they talk about Christian Leitner the whole time. Okay. Imagine yeah. if Kawhi Leonard was fun to watch. <laughs> and fun to be as, as a person. Just was Kawhi a fun with personality. Person. <laughs> yeah. Just, just imagine, imagine if Kawhi that. was fun, you know? Okay. And shout out to his dad. Cowboys. Yeah, but uh, Grant may definitely Calvin too, but Grant definitely is an honorable, but not uh, not on my list. Chris, what's your number two? Number two. Reggie mentioned it earlier. He was known on a great football game. He used to be on the old Nintendo. Also knew him from playing at Auburn University. Definitely knew him for playing for the Kansas City Royals and the Los Angeles Raiders at the same damn time. Shout out to Future. Okay. And I got my, I got the image in my head right now. My man playing Spider-Man on the Anaheim Angels wall, catching that ball out in center field. Okay. And by the way, did my man start an all-star game and hit that mug out center field on the first pitch or something like that? The all-star okay. game. Okay. But I would hey, definitely do, remember when you Do you know? Do you know? Bo knows. Oh, Bo definitely know. And Bo knows he's making my number two list. Shout out to Bo Jackson. Because he's the what if. You talking about what if in two sports. Because you can say what if in football as his running back skills was crazy. You talking about Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry don't have his speed. But what, my thoughts with Bo, though, is. It's like, did he don't get hurt though because he was out here doing two sports like full time and shit? You know, like Dion and Jordan dabbled here and there and stuff, but like Bo was out here like starring for the Raiders and starring for the Dodgers. Yeah. It's the Dodgers he played for, right? Yeah. And uh, oh, he it's played crazy. for the Royals. Royals? Okay, yeah. excuse me then. Uh, but still, I can't believe that. That's like, that's just. And he also was a cheat code on Tech Mobile, which makes sense. It's his game, I guess. <laughs> and let's get to my favorite part that Chris probably don't know nothing about, but I grew up with. This man had a cartoon. I don't know if you remember, but Pro Stars. Yeah, he had Bo Jackson, him, Michael uh, Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Michael Jordan. Yeah, and they was and they powers was related to their sports. And let's be clear, that means that he was in the same realm. As Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky, y'all. Oh, no. You talking about the commercials game? 
No, I'm talking about the cartoon. That was the yeah, cartoon. Yeah, I know. But I'm just thinking commercial wise. Like his commercials was was, was crazy. Oh, Bo he knows. Was, he was the man in Nike. If if Michael Jordan was I mean, the man, he wasn't in the man in Nike. Well, yeah, Michael. <laughs> Bo, Bo Jackson was right behind. Bo Jackson was definitely. He was I, right I, behind I, him. I rock the Bo Jacksons, the orange and blue. Shout out to Noriega. He uh he set the path for King Griffey, man. What no baseball players getting shoe deals like that? All right. Well, speaking of shoe deals, uh, my number one, 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 has a real, real big problem with shoes because they seem to always break his feet. My number one, as you said before, this is person succeeded Lou Alcindor to keep a dynasty going and making sure it stayed great. This is the, you know, the big red, although not all the games came in color. This man went to Portland and destroyed fools. This man also seemingly won a ring. His foot. Yeah, he did win a ring and an MVP. And then he went to the Celtics and did the same thing off the bench because he had to make sure that he wanted people to know he came back from those injuries, but he still wasn't the same player. This man also fathered a son who coaches in the NBA. But on top of that, when he had to retire because of the injuries, he transitioned. He's a great commentator shout out my number one the biggest what if the first one i thought about bill walton because when they show those ucla when you watch like john wooden documentaries and all that stuff and they talk about lou Alcindor and bill walton and you watch all these plays and these clips all this you're like man that dude but with bill ball. walton the reason why bill walton to make my list is because you're not talking about what if one injury didn't happen you saying what if he had entirely different feet yeah, like what if? Like that's why I said. That's why I said speaking the shoe deals because he had like shoes just fucked him up. I don't know what it was, but you know, also it's hard to be six ten. Just let's all be honest. It's not like that's an easy thing to do. Harder for him <laughs> the most. Shout out to Big Red. Shout out to Portland. Oh, we da. I got a lot of Portland people on my honorable mentions. <laughs> Yeah, no shout-outs to Greg Oden. But now it's end. time for my number one. Okay, and I got a feeling who it is. I got a feeling. And number one is a fitting number. Because he only tried it one time. Oh, allegedly. What if the homies didn't supply Lynn Bias that night? Uh, oh. Damn, homie. In college, you was the man, homie. We found out what happened to you. <laughs> but you should have been one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He's the reason why. Uh, that, just, that changed the whole thing. I was too young. I was sad. So, like, the without bias, ESPN 30, 30 came out. I, I could obviously didn't know. Oh, no. I remember watching him play yeah. in Maryland when he was, he was dominating, man. I saw it. When people said people said he was supposed to be Michael Jordan. I guess when I found about it, found out about it, boys and girls, at dare programs in school, when they used to just try to scare children to death. <laughs> Please stop doing that. I don't even think they, they're probably not even doing that no more. No, nah, you didn't used to have a dare when they show you the video. And then we used to have people come reenact plays wow. like for us. And nah. I'm talking about at Curtis. This nah, is middle school. We, we had they cast- reenacted drunk driving. Nah, we had cast- what? From- yeah, we, had we cast- can't drive. 
Nah, we had cats come in from prison come in and talk to our class, dog. Oh, that's even worse. They just made us watch like bullshit ass videos on bullshit. Look at me when I'm talking driving. to you, boy. Oh, that stuff. No, <laughs> I saw a play with actual singing in it about drunk <laughs> driving and the girl dying. Here's the funniest part, though, is uh, oh, they would always play like the moms and friends crying after their you know friend or daughter died in a drunk driving accident or burn people alive. But Dare, I remember in elementary school, Dare came to school and this cop opened up the suitcase and was like, all right, children, this is every drug known to man. This is what oh, they look wow. like. And I was like, and I just remember all of us as kids being like, wow. Because they want you to snitch on daddy. No. How you feel about Lynn, Chris? He was on your list. I made you two be announced. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Lynn Bias, man. It was, it, was, it was just a tragedy, like I said. I remember watching him play for Maryland. I saw what he could do. I saw the potential. Why was he celebrating? How did Boston he... even get the number one pick still is amazes me to this day. But fuzz, fuzz, fuzz. Number one. 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 What if he wasn't hurt? he would be quite possibly we'd be talking about him as one of the greatest, if not the greatest baseball player of all time. What if he didn't get hurt in Cincinnati? Who am I talking to? Ken Griffey Jr. coming in at number one. Watch your mouth. He said, what if he wasn't the greatest baseball player of all time? He's not. I said, what if? He's not. He's not. No, I'm saying what if he didn't get hurt when he was in Cincinnati? He would be considered one of the greatest, if not baseball player of all time. Can we can we also say what if he didn't so get hurt? So you're saying if general? he was great in Cincinnati, he would have got above Barry no, Bonds. Well, I think we all no. agree that Barry Bonds is the greatest player of all time, right? No, Hands down, that's what no, I was gonna say. We're talking about if he didn't get hurt, he got hurt in Cincinnati. He started getting hurt there. Okay, he, but you're saying but, if that didn't on. happen, he would be if he was a Green Hill. If he didn't turn into Green Hill when he got to Cincinnati, we would be talking about him way better than Barry Bonds. Yes. Wrong. I want to say this though. Damn. Because this is my main question. That's a statement, Stephen A. This is my main question. Are you ignoring though that he also got hurt in Seattle still? He's like broke his wrist he on that wall. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is no. where it broke down, Thomas. It's okay, just like Gray Hill. But when we talk about when we talk about his injury history, we always still show him shattering his wrist on the wall in Seattle. And he, he played, like, and he played through it. Oh, he played through that one? Yes. Mm. Ken Griffey is one of the five greatest baseball players of all time. In my he, opinion. for one, we know he would have broke that record before burying him, right? He would. He was he, hitting home runs just like them, and he didn't. He, he didn't cheat. He would sure? have not positive broken the record. He wouldn't have because, got hurt because <laughs> that was part of why he was taking steroids. Everybody but cheated. Here's the question I have for you as well, though: Who's mashing home runs in Cincinnati in the first place? Even if he wasn't hurt, it what I don't see Griffey doing it. Bonds Johnny was Bench. helped out by having Thomas. Johnny Bench. What is Cincinnati's ballpark known for? Uh, Joey Votto. Yeah, known for yeah. hitting home runs. What are you talking about? Bruh, there are you a picked few the wrong places. team for that. Seattle no, is the <laughs> reason why. He, he, think about the park that Seattle he had. He didn't he play for the Kingdom. Padres, the Thomas. The Kingdom was not a homer-friendly uh, The park. Kingdom, no, but I also. He wasn't in Pecco. Cincinnati is not Coors Field. 
or the ballpark Cincinnati in Arlington, or the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it flies in Cincinnati, G. I think I think that's because Cincinnati's known for having shitty ass pitchers. There's a difference, okay? Well, I can't wait till your father hears this so he can correct your ass one time. Yeah, sir. man, come on, G. Anyway, Cincinnati. I will still agree that King Griffey got hurt a lot in Cincinnati, and it sucked because he went home and he was going to play for you know the Reds, and he was going to yeah, do all this, that. And definitely the other. agree that he's a big what if. I just wouldn't go for, as far as to say that he would be better than Barry Bonds. That's yeah. just. A little bit ridiculous to me, but that's just he you know, my opinion. He 630 home runs. And people also and think about those years that Griffey. he was, wasn't Hold playing on, good because he was hurt. Imagine if he here's, wasn't hurt. How many home runs do you think you would have? Imagine if they pitched to Barry Bonds. That's my point. They pitched to Ken Griffey. Nobody pitched to Barry Bonds. They still got 755. What are we talking about? How much How much did they pitch to him before they had when he went to Cincinnati then? And even then, what are you talking about? Look, I watched Ken Griffey destroy the Rangers on a regular basis when he played in Seattle. I know how Getting great he is, too. okay? But they Getting pitched, pitched to him. You know what I mean? Kevin Brown and uh, Again, Aaron Seeley and all that. Barry Bonds cheat or did Ken Griffey cheat? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't Last think anybody checked, cheated. Was Ken Griffey no leading the home run chase that year when Sosa McGuire was doing anything until he got hurt? Last time. Last I'm time not I riding checked. for the uh, Ken Griffey didn't do drugs. Hold on. But irrelevant. Last time I checked, steroids were not illegal in Major League Baseball until after all. Oh, of I forgot that you know about morals. I forgot about that. You don't care about morals, uh, bro. Did you not hear me just say earlier that I will put a winner on my team and I don't care if they're an asshole? Like, yes, clearly I am from Dallas, Texas. I like winning. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I don't care if my players do off his back after the game. Did they win it? That's that's their business. That's the Dallas way. You know, shout out. <laughs> You know what I mean? We didn't have There's to say his name. <laughs> Why do we have to write? <laughs> First off, I said his alias, not his name. <laughs> I was still making it less. I said his alias, not his name. The worst snitch line of all time. Uh, his name I didn't tell Kevin. him where you lived at. Yeah, exactly. All I said was. I didn't tell you uh, okay. That was you. <laughs> anyway. It's time honorable for the mentions. honorable mentions. And I got a few. That actually, you actually named one of them, in fact, which was Ken Griffey. Uh, I got Sandy Koufax. What if his shoulder and elbow didn't go out? Like, Or if Tommy John just existed back then, I guess, would also be a good what if. Uh, Brandon Roy, because I like Portland, and it sucked that he blew out both his knees. <laughs> it really did. Yeah. He was just That yeah, was trash. That yeah, was Diz's uh, favorite player. Shout out Diz. I also put at the end, just because, you know, my brothers and me, we, we like football. I wanted to put a couple football disappointments. Uh, y'all remember Jack Wilshire, England's great yes. hope? That man was so amazing. And then all what of a sudden was like, oh, my hamstring. My hamstring keeps going. I can't run. I can't do anything. And I uh, also want to shout out. What if Big Rock? I think Jack Wilshire is just a what if he was better. That's <laughs> I know because he and he would always get caught, yeah. Paparazzi be out there and he'd just be smoking cigarettes all day. Uh but also on my list, last honorable mention, uh Big Robin Van Percy. What if this motherfucker didn't get hurt all over time over and over again? What Netherlands won the World Cup? Who knows? Because he kept getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the whole effing show. Okay. 
Now, I'd like to ask my brother Reggie who he put down for his honorable mentions. Yeah, who you got when it comes to Portland, I want to shout out Greg Oden, Bill Walton, and Brandon Roy. Ugh. Just y'all Portland some, in general. <laughs> y'all had some rough times, man. Bambooey, too? No. What if Megatron had a better quarterback? Oh, uh, ouch. Hey, he didn't look too bad last week. Ouch. What if Andrew Luck liked football? Ouch. He did. He, he just didn't like made more. He made more money than his dad and played less years and had twice the injuries. So I think he like kind of balanced out. I, I think he liked football. He doesn't like being hurt anymore. And one of the biggest what ifs that didn't have nothing to do with injury, didn't have nothing to do with missing time at all. It was just one fuck up ruined a man's life. And this man. I didn't learn until the 30 for 30 or was it the 30 for 30? Whatever documentary it was. I didn't know that he was known as a great player before this happened. I hear a fuzz coming. But I I want to say, what if Bill Buckner finished the play? Oh. <laughs> Just Everything would have changed for that man. Imagine the glory oh, yeah. that that man would have lived. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Bill to this day. Because he was a great player. I didn't know how great he was until I saw the documentary. Because yeah. literally, like probably most people in America, all I knew about him was the fuck up. Nah, I knew about him. Man makes one error at the worst time ever. Yeah. And it ruined his everything. It's like Tony Romo fumbling the snap. Oh, you know what like I mean? Like Chris Rebber calling the timeout. It's, oh. Yeah, just some things fuck you up. And you're just like, God damn it. Oh. Like had what? Yeah, it's just there's. It's like Tiger Woods going to IHOP. Oh, oh, also, I didn't know if it was possible for me to put Tiger on the list because I was like, what if <laughs> I like I genuinely was gonna put him Where not Tiger didn't the, leave that voicemail? No, nah, what I was really more thinking purely on what if he didn't like play that whole major with his torn knee up just so he could win one, or what if his back didn't go out. I wasn't necessarily gonna say what if the he didn't problem with Tiger have is he's still gonna go down as the greatest of all time. Absolutely, but I'm just trying to say he could have beat Jack. Had it not been for he, he could have done one or the other, he could have had the injuries or the mistresses. It just he couldn't have both, and that kind of took him away. It was like God told him, "Okay, now you're done now because you fucked up." You know, oh, now you fucked up. Corey, now, how Chris, you we didn't get Chris. Chris oh, I'm sorry, Chris. What are your honorable? Yeah, yeah, y'all didn't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just ready for this next topic. Something to uh, Andrew Luck is on there. Same for Reggie. What if? What if he actually wasn't getting beat up by his offensive line every year to say, F it, I'm done with this? Uh, they got a great offensive line when he left, though. Yeah. And he played with Quentin Nelson. They learned He learned his lesson. That's like uh, Jim Irsay was like, man, I'm off these pills, so now I can learn what I need to do to make my team successful. Pills or not. Uh, what if Sean Taylor stayed home? Instead of going back home, what if he stayed in Washington instead of going back? You mean home? yeah, say I was, I was like he did stay home. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, the man was murdered. Let's not put it on him. Sterling Sharp. Okay, what if he didn't get hurt? What if By that same hurt? token, it's like what if Jason Petrovic didn't go back home in the off season? What if he stayed in America? You know what I mean? What? If, no, that's that was after his career. I can't use that one. I was just gonna be like, what if my boy Roy Holiday didn't fly that plane? You know, what if the dude from remember who uh 
a couple of years ago that dude Emiliano Sala or whatever that got bought by an English uh, yeah. League team. Yeah, and, Cardiff, right? Yeah, and the plane crashed like in the sea in between France and England when he was on the way to go yeah. link up with the team. Yeah, what if what if Alex? What if humans were immortal? What if what if Jose Fernandez? What is his name? The pick <laughs> Marlins. What if he? Yeah, didn't that move? shit was. Yeah, was freaking and driving on the boat. I should have thought about uh, that because wasn't he? He was an all star. He was so great. I. That's how sad. I genuinely forgot about him. He was really a great pitcher. Yeah, same for Yordano Ventura. If he didn't get into his automobile accident back home in the DR, you still be hey. probably the ace for the Royals right now. What if Roberto Clemente just? didn't take all those supplies if he let some of them stay on the tarmac. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. The legend right there, for real. Rest in peace. Now we're just getting into sad shit. Let's uh, let's talk about your honorable mentions, Chris. <laughs> oh, the other ones are Josh Hamilton and Penny Hardaway. Nice, nice. All right, he brought that up. Uh, but what we're about to do is we're going to lay it out. Me and Reggie are building a wrestling card all times. Uh, so we're going to have a world championship match. That's going to be the headliner. Okay. You gotta have a tag team match. Hold on. Yep, let me I'm I gotta write all this shit out. Hold on. Then world titles, the secondary titles, tag team match. Tag match for a title. Let's let's all let's all be all you know. Then you got Do you wanna just say quote unquote intercontinental or do you wanna just say T V title? How do you wanna do our mid card title? Yeah, just mid card title. Okay. Because I might have somebody from WCW versus somebody from WWF. And then with right. the tag, like a, with those three, a, and then you get two free ones, right? Hold on. You got to have a women's match. You can't forget. So you got to have a mid-card match. Mid-card Chris ain't never fight. watched no women wrestle. He watched hey, China. Fabulous Moolah. <laughs> oh, my God. Besides, you got to sell them on the women then that we pick. You got to sell them. So. Fabulous <laughs> Moolah. Why are you hating on women wrestling? That's what I want to know. I'm not like, a fan. Wow. That's a point to me automatic. Did they have uh, too? I remember me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't we don't use that terminology. Let's not do that, okay? <laughs> Let's point out y'all could y'all didn't hear that buzz. But Chris might have said the loosest shit in the history of time. Yeah, make sure y'all know that buzz was Chris's, man. Come on, man. Anyway, I tried to use the argument that... uh, You have to cut it out. Cut it out! That your mind filling in the blank says more about you than what the actual buzz is. It's real funny. They go hear that buzz and they go hear how hard he was laughing at me. (laughs) They're going to be like, it was bad. It was bad. And the chosen few could text me and ask if I... So, so, yay or nay on the women's match? Yeah, we'll go with it. All right, cool. So then, women's title. So it's only and, one, one. And freebie. no, we'll do we'll do two wild cards still. So it's six matches. Six matches. That's what I think. Wild card one. And I also say this because I think it should be fun and you should be limited, but you can do whatever you want. You can have. Out of the six matches, you can have three stipulations that you can pick for a match. So if you want to do a steel cage or an eliminate or a hell in a cell or uh oh, you can only use it three times. Three times, three times. So you gotta have you three gotta have three regular matches. 
straight up matches. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Chris. Uh, you flip. Like, you got like a coin. coin or, or, All right. You know. All right, kiddos. Welcome to Stips and Mania. All right. I got a nickel here. My name is Reggie, and I want heads. All right. Shout out Al Snow. Al Snow wanted head. Tails. Thank you. I get to go first. So, uh, first things first, I'm definitely with a thousand percent certainty putting Ric Flair in my world championship headlining match. So, I'm going to start with that first things first. Ric Flair. Now, the main question I have is who am I putting Ric Flair up against? Because I think for Chris's sake to give him a great match, I'm going to put Ric Flair versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, that's going to be my world championship match. Oh. Because that match sells itself. I don't have, like, that's just literally going to be a five-star immediate headliner. And it has been. And it's putting, it's bringing people in the room. It's bringing them in the door. It's done. It's a done deal. Now, what's his real name, Thomas? What was was Steamboat's oh, yeah. real name? His real name is Dick Blood. Just to get everybody, every, make it clear out there, this man's name is Richard Blood, and everybody knows that if a person's name is Richard. He's Dick. That's, that's exactly what that means. So, or he just wanted to be called Richard or Ricky. Nope, <laughs> Dick. That's the. Uh, the name that you call somebody whose name is Richard. Anyway, but speaking of dicks, whoa, it's uh time for Reggie to get a whole lot of swinging dick in the room because he gets two matches back to back. So let's see where he's gonna go. Immediately, I know my brother, and when it came to wrestling, man, he enjoyed a gimmick. So I'm gonna pick the two greatest gimmicks in the history of wrestling. Give me The Undertaker versus If You Smell <laughs> But The Rock okay. is cooking. Ooh. And that's your world championship match? That's my world championship match. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Both of them are spicy. Ooh. And now my second match. I want some work rate. I want a great one-on-one match that's going to give all the excitement you need. But also, these two players know how to keep it fun, man. Give me the macho man. (laughs) Randy Savage versus the one and only Mr. Perfect. Kurt Henning with my mid-card belt. Spit the, spit the gum out. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's Richie's Macho Man versus Mr. Perfect. Goddamn. You talk okay. about a great match. You got your selling. You got your drama. Man. Okay. See, now it's so wide open for my mid-card match. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to wait on that one. See, Thomas, because we got all the wrestlers in the world, so it ain't like we're going to run out of great matches. It's just I, like in my head though, because I know Chris. It's like, do I put somebody hilarious? You know where you know, gotta like, keep it, like the honky tonk man. Do I do something silly? <laughs> <or stupid like? laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh man, I don't know if I. 
Oh, I oh, I'm gonna. That'd be fun. Would that be a fun match? I think that would be a fun match. Would Chris find that fun? I don't really give a fuck. I'm gonna make my tag team championship match. I'm gonna because I know Chris didn't watch any Edge and Christian or Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys. So instead, for my tag championship match, I'm gonna give Chris the Hart Foundation. Oh, Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Hart. Great match. Versus versus. Ooh, what a rush. Oh, he stole him. Oh, I wanted him so bad. Damn. That's what I'm taking. I'm taking the heart. Are we going to tell at the end? We're going to do our uh, who's we're winning talking the Road Warriors? Yes, we're talking the Road Warriors. Okay. When, I we, don't know if when we read the cards off, we're going to say who's our winners. That's what, okay, cool. The Heart Foundation Ooh. versus. Road Warriors. Oh, what a rush. <laughs> you heard that in a minute, Jack. Yeah, I wanted that so bad. I get the Road Warriors pop. I get Bret Hart. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Uh, so that's mine for the title right there. And then, let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a fun wild card or something crazy. Reggie was the Macho Man your wild card? No, that was his nope, that was my match. That was my mid-card. Which is perfect. My intercontinental like took, match. Macho took, Man versus Mr. Perfect. Okay. He took two two great, great choices. I think... Hmm, there's so many good wrestlers to choose. I know for me... Women is going to be the hardest choice, really. I know for me... Because it's like, do I want a great match or do I want Chris to have fun? <laughs> I think I'm going to go with a match that I want to see that we never really truly got to see. I'm going to do for my wild card one. Uh oh, you skipping oh. the women's match. Oh, yeah, I'm just jumping around. Like it's the draft. I'm just picking what positions I feel like. So I'm doing uh, wild card number one. I really, because I'm you get two picks after this, Reggie, and that's what I'm like really struggling is like. I first I'm gonna have Stone Cold Steve Austin be in wild card one first off because I just want to have him on my card. I thought I had him, and I knew who I wanted him to go against too. See, and the problem is, I this is where my my dilemma is. I'll just tell everybody the truth. Uh, I'm gonna put probably I think I'm gonna put Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the person I can't let Reggie have. And that is when I was a child, there was was this wrestling game I used to like to play on my Sega Genesis nonstop. And uh, there's one wrestler I would play with every fucking time until Reggie told me I can't keep playing with this wrestler. I have to pick somebody else, at which point I would probably pick Lex Luger. But player I always did, he's just a sexy boy. I'm putting Stone Cold Steve Austin versus John motherfucking Michaels in Wild is that, a, is that another regular match? So you ain't Fuck had a no, gimmick no. yet? Oh no! So I figured we would just like we'd pick our cards and then choose our gimmicks. I, I didn't know we'd have to establish immediately, but if we are establishing that immediately, yeah, I'm absolutely making this one of my gimmick matches. And this right here, the Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Shawn Michaels match, I'm gonna make this match. Ooh, it's too difficult. So I'm gonna because I want to watch this for a long time. This is an Iron yeah, Man that's, match. Ooh, I love that match. I love that fucking match. I shouldn't love that match. But it's, <laughs> it's going against me. An Iron Man, Iron match. Man match. That's sixty minutes. Last man standing. 
Ooh, who got the most pants? That's that's beautiful. Okay, so yeah, that's that's that would have been oh, great yeah. for uh Flare Steamboat too. Oh, I know, but the problem is with Flare Steamboat, it's gonna go an hour and I don't have to make it an Iron Man match. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> they're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> hey, you got a time limit, and they're gonna say, fuck you. That's what they're yeah. gonna say. As they always so, yeah. did. <laughs> so now my tag team match. He left him open, man. I thought he was gonna have a full horseman card. Oh, I, but I was I'm absolutely thinking about it, but I honestly, <laughs> I wanted Bret Hart, and I had to have the Road Warriors, so I took the Hart Foundation over uh, the Brain Busters, you know. But so now I'm gonna take the Four Horsemen in a steel cage. You know <laughs> they love it. They get to be violent. They get inflicted. This is Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard doing demolishing violence. Against none other but Harlem Heat, (laughs) featuring the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time world champion Booker T. Is this your tag team match? That's my tag team match in a steel cage. It's in a steel cage. Oh, do we? If somebody takes a gimmick, does the other person not get to use that gimmick? Are we going to do it that way too? That's what I thought we was doing. Okay, cool. But I don't get to use the steel cage. So, and now for my wild card one. match, give me a hardcore match mm. featuring my favorite wrestler of all time. I couldn't let him go against me. Mick oh, yeah. Foley. Okay. Do you want Mick, Mankind, Dude, Love, Cactus Shack? Which one do you want? I want Mick Foley. I want him to show up in the button-down shirt without the mask. You know what I'm talking about, Thomas? Yes. Yes, I do. The white button-down. But Chris knows that he's all them characters, so I'll I'll (laughs) get credit for all the characters. And it's a hardcore match, so you know you got to turn into Cactus Jack at some point. Who are you putting them with, though? Who's your hardcore person you're going to have them go with? It's time. It's time. It's Vader time. <laughs> Give me Big Van Vader, man. <laughs> I thought about putting Sting there, but then I thought I want I need a hardcore match before you snatch it up. So I snatched it up. For those who Mick don't know Foley what hardcore is, tell them what Vader. hardcore is. Hardcore is weapons abound. That's why anything I goes. I just picture anything goes. <laughs> yeah, they got chairs and tables and oh, everything no. around the they ring. Just pulled out a spike bag. Oh yeah. Okay. Big Foley just pulled out a bag with tacks in it. And he laid them all over the mat. Okay. 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 I don't. Oh no, Jake's got this one. This one. It's gonna be a little controversial. But I really don't give a fuck, okay? Uh-oh, uh-oh. So my mid-card title match is a ladder match. And I'm doing Christopher Amen. Versus the Amen. whole fucking show, Rob Van Dam. What a great match. And if you got a problem with Chris don't fuzz me, bitch. Fuzz you. <laughs> fuzz, fuzz, fuzz. 
The I'm second sorry, this, greatest wrestler this of all is time. A, this is a professional wrestling card. And know who's not, great like, at it? Hey, Thomas, like, who's great at professional wrestling? Who makes it look Chris, real every match? Chris is so great at wrestling that he destroyed his brain doing it, okay? Wait till Stimson and, on Nitro. And I have to. Uh, so that was my first match I was doing. So, oh yeah, let me put the ladder match. All too. you got left is women's. That's not true. I have another wild card. Correct. Oh, so, okay. I'm going to do that. So my second wild card. I thought both of y'all have a wild card and women left, right? Well, yeah, well, I got said, one wild card and women left, but he only got one pick left, and then I got two. And then I have one after that. So oh, I'm doing okay. my, my wild card, too. This is where it gets difficult because I'm down to every guy wrestler <laughs> alive ever existed now. So my wild card, too. So I got a ladder match, and I got an Iron Man match. Oh, there's too many good wrestlers. There's too many. Basically, I can't decide between, like, do I put Dusty Rhodes in? Do I put uh, Triple H in? Do I put, like, there's just too many. There's too many options. If it's going to be. It's hard times, daddy. <sighs> That's the problem. I'm telling you, it's like, I'll put. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm just this one's a wild card, so it just gets to be whatever the fuck I want it to be. So I'm putting uh Dusty motherfucking Rhodes <laughs> in a strap match against Kenny Omega. Cause I just want to put Kenny Omega on my card. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey Thomas, how great would the selling be in that match where That's either cool. one of them got hit with that strap? That's the thing I'm saying. And they Woo! and they both they be they acting both, like it killed them every time. They they both would absolutely go all out. They would destroy themselves. Oh, the strap match. would be like a, a gunshot to them every time they got touched by it. Dusty fucking oh, Rhodes man. and Kenny Omega. Chris don't even know who Kenny Omega is. I was going I, know. I was like, who is the newest wrestler out of these wrestlers y'all name? I know he's the newest. Kenny Omega. <laughs> Kenny, Omega. <laughs> Kenny Omega is like was just rated the number one wrestler in the world in the top 500 on PWI's uh, rankings. But also Kenny Omega was is the cleaner. Chris, this or last year, because we just started a new year in 2021, Kenny Omega was the world champion of three different companies. He was the AEW world champion, the AAA, which is Mexico's champion, and he was the Impact champion all at the same fucking time. He also was destroyed in Japan. He This man puts himself all out there. I could have put Okada or... You know, but you don't know any Japanese wrestlers, so why would I do that? He is a wrestle whore. That's the point. But either way, Dusty Rhodes versus Kenny Omega in a strap match. So now, get the strap. my opening match, my wild card to start the show with my final. Well, I guess it's my first uh, gimmick match, but it's my final uh, choice right here. It's not your first gimmick match. You got a steel cage. I said my final. Oh, your final gimmick match. Okay, okay. And this is for your second wild card, right? This is just my second wild card, but it'll be the opening match of the night. I want a two out of three falls between none other than the real American himself, Hulk Hogan. And the king of WCW, Goldberg? the man they call 
Sting. By the way, I should get you because two out of three falls is definitely still an Iron Man match, you motherfucker. So, no, it's not. Uh, it's okay. Two out, two out of it's three fine. is different. You know, Iron was, Man can have five pins. I was also going to do a Hell in a Cell, which is literally just a bigger steel cage. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> I'm not gonna... And now for my women's match. I wanted to have people that Chris actually heard of. No offense. He don't watch a lot of wrestling, so I know he ain't seen a lot of women wrestle. So I'm going to take the fabulous Moolah. (laughs) In a simple one-on-one match versus the one and only Sasha Banks. Why are you going to have Sasha? You know that Moolah probably don't wrestle black girls. First off, that's how oh, old she why is. Why you say that? Why you <laughs> that was, yeah, we not do. Come on now. But that's fine. You just really take new school and old school. But you do that that's because really old school versus new school, right there. Yeah, that's and, the, that's what we'll be calling it. And just so we're clear, the newest wrestler on this list is definitely Sasha Banks because she's younger than Kenny Omega. So, uh, my list, I'm gonna go. I got my Iron Man. I got my ladder match and my strap match. So I'm going to have a straight up women's mat- title match. But I'm going to do is put China oh. up against. Ooh. I thought about China. Now, here's the question because then, like, uh, Who do, whose ass do you want her to whip? Who's a good seller? Why am I helping you? No, but the thing is, like, <laughs> they both, they can't both, help yourself. I can't they help myself. Are, I want to see sellers. a good match. They're both going to sell it. They're both going to give their all, but it's also who's willing to, like, do the dirty work, but still who, can make Who have you ever seen China? China didn't sell for men. This, this is the thing I'm pointing out, though. I need it to be somebody who that actually can, like, goes toe to toe with China. And so, just for my viewing pleasure, is she awesome? I'm going to put that. Bitch show in my women's title match against China, Jade Cargill versus China, because Is that like a gimmick Reggie match. Says, <laughs> 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 I'm out of gimmicks, and by the way, that's all that Jade Hold Cargill. On, what's her name? Oh, Jade type, Cargill. Look up, look up, Please look, Jade look her Cargill. up. Look up Jade, Jade Cargill. Hey, audience, right look her up with him. <laughs> Enjoy you yourself. J what? J A Y? J A D E. Jade. Oh, Jade. And then Cargill is C A R G I L. Look oh. at that girl. Well, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, she could wrestle China. I don't want to no already... her. <laughs> exactly. <Bus>. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. As you take a shot? <laughs> hey. Just. No. Honestly, I'll, I'll let's get a sneak peek behind the curtain. In my head, I really wanted to put Dr. Britt Baker DMD in that motherfucker. But, but nobody like say, wants to watch that match. That China would just steamroll Britt Baker in like Becky five Lynch? minutes. The man, I didn't think you'd know who Becky Lynch was. So that's why I, I didn't to, think you knew who she was. I know either. from the Sports Center commercial. <laughs> uh, I know I'll tell you she this wrestling, uh, She wrestled, uh, no, she didn't wrestle Charlotte, did she? 
don't know why. She wrestles Charlotte a lot. All the time. What are you talking about? They in the Women's Four Horsemen with Sasha. I was just trying to think of, uh, I I watched a couple of pay-per-views with Reggie on accident. He knows the running joke. (laughs) I would. I would. So now, who going to run down their car first? You, because you went first. But hold up. Before we do that, though, I just want to say, because there's. We only have one women's match, but yeah, I, Becky Lynch is great. Charlotte Flair was also a possibility. I also thought about Lita or Trish Stratus, you know. But once I put China in there, because I was like, everybody knows China, and like, once Reggie helped me out by pointing out that like, you got who's believable that who could like actually China would have to sell for it, Jade Cargill, hey, like that. You know what I mean? Before we move on, who is Fabulous Moolah wrestling? Because she had to wrestle May Young, May Young, and uh, yeah. But yeah, it was everything went through Moolah. Like you couldn't do nothing. You know, Mula was, was making up the people she was fighting. She'll like put somebody in a hey, mask and be like, <laughs> it's the mysterious stranger versus Mula for the belt tonight. It's also be thought somebody about, that lived with her. Thought about putting, you know, Medusa, Lunger Blaze, maybe, you know, Luna Vachon. You know, there's a lot of people that are in contention, but unfortunately, uh Jade Cargill made the list. And so that might be controversial. Bam Bam was in contention until you left Vader open. I was like, oh, if you're going to leave Vader open, then come on now. All right. First watch WCW. Let's start with Thomas's cards since he went first. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. Please get ready to take your seats. In approximately two minutes, we'll be starting with the uh, Stimson Mania. Ba, 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 ba. I like Stimson Mania. Night one. Night one is brought to you by the better Stimson, that is Thomas Stimson, uh, his low, younger, or the much younger, better brother. The older brother, Reggie Stimson, will. Uh, Thomas is clearly a heel. He's Shane McMahon. <laughs> I'll see. Okay, Steph. So this is what I'm saying is uh, in a minute, you'll be able to come in and see this card. Let me give you a little rundown behind the scenes on how the card is going to go. Our opening match is a strap match. Ooh, opening with the strap match. Yeah. Got to get the, because this thing is, I can't, there's too much violence. That's a smart idea, man. That's tight. So Dusty Rhodes. Versus the cleaner Kenny Omega. Uh, just so you know, it's going to be vicious, brutal. I'm talking each person's taking a ton of lashings. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's Dusty fucking Rhodes. He, Kenny Omega is going to take the loss. Dusty, and also in real reality, Dusty's too big for Kenny to get the one wing angel on. So there's nothing for Dusty to have to take out. Of. Can he I ask you a question? I want to yes. get specific. Okay. So what Dusty are we talking about? We're talking about hard times, Danny. What are you talking about? That's that's Dusty Rose with the hard times, Daddy. You wonder what hard times is? Hard times they take a private jet and fly all across Tokyo over North Carolina, a place where hard work is. And what, what candy is he facing? The cleaner. The cleaner from Japan. The Japanese cleaner? The Japanese oh, okay. Cleaner. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, that's what I'm saying. So you get ultra douchebag, like rich, high-life Americano, you know, gaijin, like badass fighting Okada and Everybody, but you're gonna get him versus Dusty Rhodes. Hard times, then hard times. So Dusty Rhodes is gonna battle and work through the son of a plumber, baby. You know, uh, listen here. I'm, I'm gonna say, oh, he I got should, baby uh, doll with him. He got yeah, baby dolls there. He's a hard time. You know, Daddy, I had a <laughs> I had a vision. A revolution's coming. Okay, you know, Kenny Omega think he good. He ain't that good. Wait till he gets to see my son. My son's gonna beat his ass. But first, 
I'm gonna be the Tash Daddy. All right. That's what oh, that's okay. Dusty Rose gonna be talking about. All right. And uh also side note, totally thought about putting Jerry the King Lawler versus Nip Bockwinkle, but I didn't do that. No, man, no, no honorable mentions mentions. But that this ain't that right kind of topic. <laughs> that wasn't the route I went. So anyway, Dusty Rhodes is gonna win. Like I said, they're both going to get lashed a bunch. It'll look like Kenny's going to win. Kenny's going to hit probably about two or three running knees right to Dusty's head. Then Dusty's going to get the support of the crowd. He's going to power up. Dusty's going to slam his big-ass body all over Kenny Omega. Hit him with about six, seven times the strap. Get the pin. One, two, three, daddy. Go home happy. All right. And then, do you want to go back and forth or just run my whole card? Then run your whole card. How you feel, Chris? Should we go back and forth or just run whole cards? Go ahead and go back and forth. Okay, so that's my Okay, match. so now in my opening match, he named his Stimson Mania, so I'm going to call this Stimson Slam. <laughs> and Stimson no, Slam. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I will help you out. Hold on, I will help you out. You should call it the Royal Stimson. Don't do not do that. Okay. Like, don't. Like. And Stimson Cade. <laughs> <laughs> in the opening match, you're getting a two out of three falls. Dramatic match. We're at the beginning. That Jimi Hendrix imitation music play because it ain't American Hulk Hogan coming out. It's It's Hollywood Hulk. He come out with Kevin Nash on one side, Scott Hall on the other side. They celebrating. You know they enjoying themselves. Vincent is there, but then the lights go out. Hold on. We're getting specifics. How if it's two out of three falls, Daddy? Why not? It's gonna be hard to get Dusty Rhodes. How are you not uh, banning Hope Nash and Hall? You gotta get Hall and Nash out of that bitch. Stay Let me explain, himself. man. Let me explain. Because Luke lights go company. out. Everybody except for Hogan is laid out outside the <laughs> ring. They all knocked out. And this crow thing stand, standing opposite of him. With the bat in his hand. Damn. He, he drops the bat. Thing. The bell rings. And uh-oh. Hogan was ready for him. Jumped on that ass. Hogan hits the big boot. Leg drop. Gets the fall. Now, the crowd is like, what is going on? People from the NWO start waking up. From them baseball bad hits this thing was giving them. The ref looks out the ring and says, you, 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 you're all out of here. <laughs> now Hogan is arguing with the ref. As he argues with the ref, Sting catches him from behind, Scorpion death drop. Now it's 1-1. Okay. They now battle got... back and forth for a few minutes. All right. And eventually it ends with Hogan tapping out to the Scorpion Deathlock. Wow. Oh, Hogan wow. tapping clean? That would oh, never happen Hollywood ever. Hogan tapped out. And the crowd goes home happy already from the first match. They ain't even ready Hogan for the taps. rest. Are you sure? You're thinking that people are going to be happy that Hollywood Hogan lost this thing that never happened one time. But okay. It's Crow Sting. Who did the fans love more than him? Surfer it ain't thing. my fault Eric Bischoff fucked up and didn't give him the win. <laughs> Anyways, 
so now my second match, or match. yeah, we'll just go back and forth. My second match is a uh, women's title match. Uh, basically, it's just, you know, honestly, it's going to be, you know, how Big E likes to say, not Elvin Hayes. Um, I don't know what Big E's government name is. From the I New Day. From the New Day. Yeah, I'm going to have Big E. He likes to say that he enjoys watching two big ass men, big meaty men slapping me. Okay, well, this is jack women slapping me. I don't know how to phrase it better. It's just that's what it is. It's just two giant beasts going at it, like you know, two powerhouses, just not selling, just destroying when each I other. I think you're slapping me, man. One of them. <laughs> oh, that, that. The other one. Seen it. Oh God, that was a fuzz. Anyway, like I was saying. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> wild. Basically, obviously, China's winning. There's the, let's just be honest. But it will actually go back and forth. Here's the main difference, though, because China's a beast. So China's kicking out of the jaded. Jade's going to put China in the jaded, go up for her normal flex and count one, two, three. But China's going to kick out of that shit. And then China's going to get the win. Because China always gets the win. Jeez, who's more buff, China or Jade? Because God, China. Jade is China. real. China. Uh, I got real. one question for Thomas as hmm. a wrestling fan. Yeah. How many times, how many moves will China, will China sell? Oh, for Jade Cargill, it's not going to be selling. You have Vader in a match later on. There's no selling in this match. Jade and China are going to fight each other for real. Like, that's what's about to happen, because oh, China okay. won't sell. So Jade, they're going to tell Jade, be like, hey, Jade, listen, um, you, you met Van two seconds ago. Okay, well, you know how Van doesn't sell for jack shit? All he ever fucking does is punch people in the mouth hard as fuck? Okay, well, listen, China's not going to sell, so you need to hit this bitch in the mouth, all right? You need to fight this girl. Actually fight her, and then she'll sell, because you'll be pushing her to the floor. <laughs> you'll be hitting her in the face. But uh, China's going to win, and... Joni's going to tell Jade in the back, hey, great job. Like, you really got it, kid. You should wrestle dudes because you're fucking huge. And then Jade Cargill will go on the rampage and tear through. But that's where I'm talking about my whole wrestling promotion at that point. Anyway, uh, trying to get the win. One, two, three in the ring. I'll give that match, you know, about eight minutes. Let's say it's eight minute match. Because, uh, eight minute match. Yep. Because Dusty and Kenny are going to go, it's going to go about, I'd say mm, at least a good 18 to 20 minutes. You know, it is pay-per-view. But let's also be honest, China does not have the stamina to uh, wrestle a long-ass match. So eight minutes is about the most. So now, Chris. Rest in peace in China. These pay-per-views is running simultaneously. So while China and or Jake Cargill's making their entrance into the ring on Stimson Slam, aka Stimson Cage. They lower in a cage. Dramatic music playing while they lower in the cage. Do you hear? <laughs> and that classic horseman music start playing. Arn and Tully come down to the ring. J.J. Dillon sit down by the announcers. He needs to talk during the match. And Question. you get what kind all of, cage of a is sudden. It? 
Like the old oh, school is that all WCWK? Just it looks straight metal. And then the music hits. Dun, 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 dun. And Harlem Heat come out and they pissed. Because you know the horsemen been doing shit to them for months now. It's time to get revenge. Them tag team titles is on the line. Harlem Heat got them around their waist. But the announcers is asking you, are they more worried about the titles or revenge? And when that cage lower, it's nothing but violence. It's a back and forth affair. Everybody's bleeding. But at the end of the day, Arn takes that kick. And Booker T stands victorious. Oh, oh he got bro, his revenge. Not... He got the okay. belts. It's not one of them weak Vince McMahon steel cage matches where you got to climb over the top. It's a real steel cage match where you got to end your opponent. You shout out to the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time world champion. That's a Reggie pick. That's dumb. That's not. That's dumb. You never met a bigger four horseman fan. There's a a live from the basement four horseman t shirt. You should buy it from live from that before it gets pulled off sale. (laughs) So. You open. Shout out to Bad Bunny, Bunny too. That's my second match right there, man. This Straight up. Two. This is Reggie's too. Okay, my third match after you get China versus Jade Cargill. An eight minute match. Yeah, well, again, I'm just being honest. I don't hear you listing your times. I don't hear you being uh, detailed, giving people actual pay per view. What's your pay per view? 27 hours. They know what it is. That two out of three falls match was 30 minutes. That uh, steel cage match was 30 minutes. We are hour into the pay-per-view right now. Nigga, okay. You do you. 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. And it's two big matches. Can't wait till you tell me how long Moolah's match is with Sasha Banks, motherfucker. Okay. You're going to hear about it. It's going to be something else. Like I said, Kenny and Dusty, I'll give 22 minutes. I'm going to give eight minutes to China and Jade. All right. So I'm at 30 minutes into this pay-per-view. So actually, none of that's true. Uh, You had Hulk Hogan and Sting, and then that time I had Dusty and Kenny and then Jade. So basically, everybody can watch my whole Dusty and Kenny match, and then when that finished, you could go watch the end of Hogan and Sting. Uh, yeah, while Jaden trying to just wrestling, and then when you're done with that bullshit, you can skip. We did that whole, on purpose. You can skip his whole entire tag match because you know what you get right now. I'm gonna give you a little ladder match, okay? Oh. Something a little better than the steel cage match. Oh. I'm gonna give you my you uh you know United States televisions you know intercontinental the mid card match. Already at three, yes, sir. At three, uh, at three, uh, pressure applying that pressure. Got my mid card title match right now. Ladder match, Chris ba- Rob Van Dam. Okay, look at this. This is what I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm giving you a few spots. 
I can, honestly, I, I'll, I'll tell you the ending right now. I, I can't let Chris win. So, because of what happened. Would I want him to win? Yeah, absolutely. But I can't let that happen. So instead, I'm going to let the whole fucking show win. So Rob Van Dam will win at the end. But Chris is going to hit a flying, a diving headbutt off the top of the ladder on the Rob Van Dam through a table. That won't fuck him up in the future. Well, that's what he did stuff like that. <laughs> then uh, it's going to take him forever and a day to actually get up and climb the ladder back to get the title. So Rob Van Dam will have time to recover. Rob Van Dam will run up the side of the ladder, kick Chris Benoit, they'll knock him off. They'll keep wrestling. Rob Van Dam's going to get a bunch of his moves in. He's going to look great doing it. It's going to be fucking awesome. You're going to get Rob Van Dam. Name one of the cutest moves wrestling ever seen from Rob Van Dam. When is he going to hit it? That's what I'm saying. This is how Rob Van Dam wins. Rob Van Dam is going to jump off of one ladder outside of the ring, through a table, five-star frog splash, kills to kill Chris Benoit, and then Rob Van Dam will climb up the ladder and he will get the mid-card belt. And the crowd will cheer and scream and be like, holy shit. And Rob Van Dam will sit on top of the ladder and tell everybody that he's the whole fucking show. Easy, hey, shout out Eddie Guerrero. Duh. We love oh, he you was, to death, man. We love was, you to death. He was the hardest part. I had to choose. I'm riding with the five-star frog splash over Eddie's frog splash. Because Rob Van Dam, trust me, Rob Van Dam would be able to jump off the top of the ladder, clear the whole ring, and go through tables with Chris Benoit. That's the reason why it's a spectacle. Is that oh, and this match right here is going to be 30 minutes long. <laughs> so okay. So while that's happening on his show, no, 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 that's that that match literally lines up with your steel cage match. Where I'm an hour into the show, and that was my end of my third match. That's what I'm saying. So. Take that ladder match with all those insane... I'm saying it lines up because right when that ends, you flip it in the Stimson Slam, Stimson K, and the fabulous Moolah's music here. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you are not. She's walking down the ring. <laughs> she don't even make it halfway down the ramp. Oh, yeah? Why is Sasha Banks music hit? Here she come from behind because I want to heal Sasha Banks. She whipped Mueller's ass all the way down to the ring. They get in the ring. The ref is looking around like, well, shit. <laughs> Mueller's beat half to death already. Sasha slap him up a couple times, grab him by the shirt, start the match. As soon as he start the match, bank statement, match over. Wow. Sasha wins wow. in a minute. Oh, wow. That's how wow, one minute. That's how you feel. Yeah, one minute. You were giving me shit about an eight-minute women's match, and you put less than one minute. Wow. I'm making okay. a better pay-per-view. Your, your pay-per-view literally is going to make no sense because I Who wants to watch China it. versus Jay Cargill for eight fucking minutes? Me. <laughs> literally me. China that's never it. had an eight-minute match in her life. She ain't never fought a bitch like Jay Cargill, so that's why she ain't had an eight-minute match in her life. All right. So when you're not watching that nonsense, it's time. They've gotten the ladders in the table. They watched the it already. It happened before they could even turn the channel. No, because nobody wants to miss this. Because while that bullshit's happening, you're getting. We're going in for my tag match. We're going to have the Heart Foundation versus the Road Warriors. Standard tag match. This match, because. Let me think. 
Yeah, this is definitely going to be. This match is going to be 30 minutes long. And this is where the big upset happens. But this is also where Jim the Anvil Neidhart shows his value. So the match is going to happen. It's going to be great fucking wrestling. Great fucking wrestling. Great fucking wrestling. Bret Hart's giving out as good as he's getting. But at the end of the match, what's going to happen? I'm going to send the fans home happy. Jim Neidhart's getting lifted up on top of Animal's shoulders and Hawks hitting them off the turnbuckle. Doomsday, one, two, three. Rogue Warriors, tag champs. Everybody's happy. You get to hear the music again. <laughs> and that's just a, that's a standard match, right? No gimmick? Yes, no gimmick. It's a standard tag match. But it does have the Rogue Warriors and Brett fucking Hart. So think they about that when you try to. Yeah, exactly. The Rogue Warriors are just the Rogue Warriors. That, you don't need that. <laughs> so while that match is happening with no gimmick, you looking on your phone, you seeing on your Twitter. Oh my god, it's about to happen. It's no Twitter. A hardcore match. Oh. Between Mick Foley and Vader. Oh. It's about to get nasty. Oh. Nobody's about to walk out this match the same. Uh, the last the time they fought, Mick Foley lost the ear. Oh, I'm about to say, I see plenty of ketchup on the mat when this goes down. Ah, uh, that ain't ketchup. That's human soul all over the mat. Mick folded and threw Vader on the t- on the tax. Vader then threw Mick Foley out the ring onto a table that had a chair under it. All kinds of horror. They just set a table on fire. It got nasty in that ring, but at the end of the day, Mick Foley was on top for that one, two, three. And earlier you heard me speak about the magic number. I think the magic number for a wrestling match is 30 minutes. But this match, I want it to be a car crash from the beginning to the end. So this is just 20 minutes of madness. 20 minutes? That's all you're giving it? Yeah, because from... The time the bell rang to when it's over, it's nothing but, oh, my God. Oh, what the fuck? Oh. All right, so 20 we minutes. We including time for drama. 20 minutes, okay. Time to come clean. Okay. okay. Well, you still haven't hit up to my time, but it's time. Before... I haven't got there yet just because that women's match was a little short. Yeah, But, but where are we also... at? Because I'm at... uh. You got two matches left after this, and you got like an hour. You're only at. I'm at an hour got, 20 right now. Okay. That's. You got two matches left in an hour 20. How long is your pay per view? you about to find out. <laughs> okay. Well, just so you know, it's time for the main event. You always got to have something that's like, you know, break you up. You just had two title matches. You want something great. You want an actual rivalry match. You want something beautiful, something wonderful. So guess what? It's time for Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Iron Man match for 60 fucking minutes. So like, um, I'm just going to tell you right now, this is going to be fucking oh, great. That's, I can't wait so. to find out the, the solution to this match. Okay. Give me the finish. So guess what? This is, this is it right now. My name is Thomas Stimson. And these are my two favorite wrestlers fighting each other, but I don't succumb to bullshit ass click politics. So at the end of the day, Stone Cold fucking Steve Austin is winning this match. Uh, how many stunners did he have to hit? How many stunners? Oh, he's gonna hit at least three or four because Michaels is gonna get this. Is how this is how great the Iron Man match is. You, this is the beauty Does of Michaels it. tap to every stunner? 
Oh, does, he, okay, does he get pinned to every stunner? Or does Michael's, he eat one? No. Michael's is going to kick out of one. So he's not going to... I'd say, well, Let me explain my match, okay? Lance so loves this match. match. I can see him at... He at home right now watching it in his head. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. So, so, so first things first, is you're going to have uh, Shawn Michaels come out. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. I'm not and, uh, Do all of the things. Do his stretch. Do everything. It's great, you know? Everyone's like, oh, no. It's Mr. It's Mr. Pay-Per-View. It's Shawn Michaels. Oh, my God. Professionally the greatest wrestler of all time. I can't believe I've been watching him. Yeah. And then... And right Hold, when on. Michael, Hold on. Hold on. I forgot to ask you on the other ones, but I'm asking you now. With Shawn. With Shawn? What a wonderful... It's not D-Generation next, Shawn. It's like, I've he's he's found his smile. He's not. He's, no, you know what? Fuck that. I want ninety. Want Christian Sean? I want. Oh, so you want Sean Michaels, but not DX Michaels. Sister Sherry Sean. Yeah, I want like he's. I want he's a like he just said like, fuck you, Marty Janetti, and, and exactly, he's brand exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, because because Chris has never seen like. WrestleMania Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker ones. And you know, so I'm gonna give him young Shawn that's still an asshole and a prick. Okay. And uh so I'm surprised Steve nobody Austin. picked Razor Ramon. Razor I thought about him for the latter match, but I, I did not. Uh anyway, then you're gonna hear when Shawn Michaels is done with his interest music, some glass shattering, dun-na, 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 and Stone Cold's coming out, yeah. swaggering, pissed off. This is like I would say this is prime Stone Cold. This is Attitude Era Stone Cold. This is, you know, stunner like stunning Vince McMahon. Everybody all day, every day. And the you fans got to imagine that they've been beefing for months. Like this paper, months. these pay per views we talk about has been building up. Think about you know Shawn Michaels over and over again trying to attack Stone Cold, talking shit. Stone Cold's kill, doing promos, he killing Shawn up Michaels. His truck, he did it all, doing all this shit. stuff. This is this match. That's what I'm saying. This this match is an Iron Man match because. It's back and forth. Shawn Michaels keeps telling Stone Cold he's the greatest of all time. He's better than Stone Cold. Stone Cold's like, oh, well, you know what? I don't really give a rat's ass. How about I take you to the ring? I'm going to stop hole in your ass. I'm going to hit you stutter. One, two, three. I'm going to drink some beers. I'm going to go home. Shut your mouth. Okay. And he walks up. I'm talking these. This is going to be, you had promo after promo. This is this is great promos. Stone Cold versus Shawn. And so how I'm going to have it go, you got, you got 60 minutes. So what I'm having is they're going to wrestle. They're going to go at it. Everybody, you know, Shawn Michaels is the heel. So we're going to have it go. Stone Cold is going to hit a stunner. I think he's going to get the one, two, three. Shawn Michaels kicks out. Ooh. Shawn Michaels kicks out. Stone Cold's pissed. He's yelling at Earl Hebner or whoever the fuck he wants to yell at. The what minute we in? We in like the, the 58th like minute? Thir- no, this is like minute 13. You know? And then I told you this is attitude era boys. Okay. So they're like minute 13. Then Shawn Michaels gets up, goes to super kick Austin, instead, super kicks the referee. Now all hell's breaking loose. Shawn Michaels is going to get the chair out. Shawn Michaels is going to bust Stone Cold Steve Austin uh... open. Then Shawn Michaels is going to be sitting there trying to get the one, two, three. But oh, wait, he super kicked the referee. So now he doesn't get the pin. Here comes another referee running out. Then Stone Cold's going to kick out his sweet chin music. You got Shawn Russo booking. I got Alex era beautiful what Thomas Simpson in his head is envisioning. Because you got to have some color, period, and the story. Definitely some color. color. So then what happens is the ref comes out. Stone Cold's pissed. Stone Cold gets up. Stone Cold grabs a chair, bashes Shawn Michaels in the head. 
Referee disqualifies him. That's one fall. Shawn Michaels in the lead. But Stone Cold has the advantage now because he's pissed. Now Michaels is bleeding, okay? They're brawling. They're outside the ring, throwing each other in the steel posts, throwing each other into the steps, doing all this crazy shit. <clears throat> they get back in the ring. Then um, what's going to happen is Stone Cold's going to get another center. Stone Cold's going to pin Shawn Michaels. It's one-to-one. But now we're at 30th minute, okay? Then we're going to have – they're both exhausted. It's crazy. Nobody can believe what's happening. It's insane. So then what's going to happen is we're going to have uh, about maybe minute 45. Shawn Michaels is going to hit another sweet shit music. He's going to get the pin. One, two, three. Shawn Michaels is up two to one. We're in the 45th. There's 15 minutes left. Now Austin is exhausted. He's beaten down. Shawn Michaels has gotten the upper hand. He's feeling good about himself. Okay. Everybody, the crowd's cheering uh, Steve Austin on. Steve Austin's going. He's going. He's going. He's doing everything he can. Michaels keeps getting the upper hand. Austin tries to roll up. Shawn Michaels doesn't work. Michaels gets up, goes for a sweet chin music. Stone Cold ducks it. Stunner. One, two, three. Oh, man. Now it's two to two. Tied up. 55th minute. Hold on. Okay. We at the 55th minute. Two to two. 55th minute. And now they're both exhausted. Austin's kind of getting back. He's got his momentum. Austin's doing the best he can. We're getting down. There's one minute left. It's still two to two. Guess what? Oh, man. Time runs out. It's two to two. What do we do now? Oh, I was wondering if time was going to run out. You pissed <laughs> me off now. If and I then, want a 60-minute match, I hate when time runs out. Now we got doing have that Bray Hart shit. An extra <laughs> 10 minutes. That's what on the play, though. 10 minutes. Who came out? Gorilla Monsoon? Uh, no, I'm not having Gorilla Monsoon come out. I'm actually ha- This is Attitude Era. Who Vincent came out and added Kennedy 10 minutes? McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon came out and added 10 minutes. Uh, just to piss off Stone Cold Steve Austin, 10 more minutes of Shawn Michaels can get the win. Uh, Vince also kicks Stone Cold in the balls. Shawn Michaels gets the super kick. Ten minutes, one, two, Stone Cold kicks out. Oh, my God, can't believe it. How dare he? Vincent Mann has that stupid look on his face like he just, you know, came in his pants like he always does. He's pissed, can't believe it. It's He's incensed. The ref, he's telling Bus. the referee, you screwed up, you're pissed, you fucked up, blah, 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 count faster, this, that, and the other. Stone Cold stuns Vincent Mann. Everybody goes crazy. Stone Cold stuns Shawn Michaels. Counts one, two, three. Stone Cold Steve Austin is your winner, ladies and gentlemen. And... That takes us to the end. It was, let's say it took 100, so an hour and eight minutes is what we're doing. So 68 minutes is how long this is going. 68. Now. And Stone Cold wins three to two over Shawn Michaels. And that's the bottom line. I'm not going to get as detailed as him, but let's be honest. A lot of people's wondering, why is Reggie so helpful? Why is he so adamant about the fact that they had a rivalry for a while? Because I want you to picture in your mind three months of the Macho Man, face Macho Man. He just got back with Elizabeth and Mr. Perfect. He's a heel. You just saw all the vignettes when he would make his shot at half court, when he kicked the field goal, everything he did, the strike at the bowling alley. And these two people hate each other like nobody's ever hated each other. 
And Macho Man has the Intercontinental title. And he's looking at the Undertaker like, I want his belt. And meanwhile, Mr. Perfect is ruining his day every day to where it gets Hold to on. the point where does, Macho Man is like, listen. Does Mr. Perfect have Bobby Heenan with him or who's with Mr. Perfect? Nah, this is Mr. Perfect. Not only with Bobby Heenan, but don't forget, you got an out of shape and then street clothes Andre the Giant behind him too. <laughs> this the Heenan family. I'm helping you out too, you see? It's just because we love wrestling, so it's hard not to just help out. Exactly. And imagine that during this match, this match, I'm giving the full 60 minutes to. Oh, 60 minutes. And okay. during this match, I'm giving you JR and King calling the match. And the oh Macho Man is doing his thing. He's Mr. Perfect is doing his thing. But at the end, it's going to come to the classic booking that I've loved, that the people love, that America loves, where Mr. Perfect tries to cheat at the end. He fails. It fucks him. Elbow drop. One, two, three. Macho Man is your winner. He keeps the belt and he going to sit ringside for the main event. Just sitting there like whoever win this got to face me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cute. That's cute. Okay. It's time. You know uh, you like see. that match. Don't hate on Macho Man versus Mr. Perfect. For 60 minutes? And also telling me that Macho Man wins? That's politics. I'm just kidding. I understand your no, choice. It's great. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come right. on, man. It's not politics for Macho Man to beat Mr. Perfect. Oh, yeah. How long was your Hogan versus Sting match again? That was 30 minutes. 30? 30? Okay. I forgot to write that down. So now okay, I'm, so at, I'm at 220. So I have... Let me see this. I'm at 22 and 30 minutes. Okay. So this next match... Okay, so 52 minutes, that should give me to round up my time. Yeah, don't give us the whole uh, breakdown like on the last one, though. Oh, I won't, because this one's not an Iron Man match. This one's just a straight-up regular match. Uh, it's the main event, ain't it? It's my main event. It's heel flair, horseman flair. You know, he's but got he don't have Arn and Tully. Watch the match with Ric Flair. He's talking some mad shit. Listen here, Mean Gene. Ooh. Okay, when you got me and you got woman and you got all the horsemen together, okay, I'm the world champion. I'm the greatest of all time, okay? Ricky Steamboat, he doesn't do anything. He's a lazy bum. Where's he been for three weeks? He's been hurt. He's been out. Hold on. But when you say the promos, that was plural. So now you got to explain to Ricky Steamboat, one of the worst promos in the history of wrestling. Can you give me a second, please? All I love my wife and kids. Nope. All Ricky Steamboat's promos are easy. It's him just training. No talking. He's just training. It's montage. It's him working out, getting in shape, Why getting ready to come attack. Why you wife into a red? I do kung fu, and I love my wife and kids, because all his big matches, his gimmick was, let me bring my wife and kid out to the ring. Uh, Look at him. That hey, was but, his thing. I didn't make that up, did I, Thomas? That's what he no, did. He did. He did do that. But I would like to point out oh, that uh, oh, yeah. that... 
Ric Flair's gonna be talking mad shit. Talking about Mean Gene, when you're styling and profiling, he's living the life of luxury. It's easy. Woo! But how many months is is Steamboat gonna be silent? Oh, he's gonna be silent the whole time Ric Flair's talking. He's he's literally this it's three months. It's every time Ricky shows up, he wrestles a match, he wins the match, then he gets jumped by the horseman over and over again. Flair's he's beating him down, building up. Ricky does not talk. This promo is this whole feud and promo is built by Ricky Simbo getting beaten up and then Ric Flair talking shit and doing all the work. Okay. Do you understand how Ric Flair works? He didn't need any help. Wait. He can I sell a match. Wait. Okay. <laughs> and this is exactly how the match is going to play out beautifully. Uh, basically, I'm just going to let Ric Flair and Ricky Simbo decide whatever the fuck they want to do for 52 minutes and Ric Flair is going to win at the end by horseman means. Like, I yeah, gotta whether get the slap segment. Can I at least get the slap segment where they slap each other and everybody goes, Woo! Woo! Oh, yeah, Who gets JJ Dillon? Me or him? No, because you got do I get him with the tag team or do I, I get, get him JJ. with Rick? I get JJ with Rick because JJ so? probably J- yeah, that's how it's gonna happen too. It's gonna be they're gonna have the they're basically JJ doing some bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> Rick, Rick and Ricky, Rick Flair and Ricky Steamboat are gonna have a 50-minute five-star classic just beautiful great match and then that last two minutes rick flair's gonna distract the referee jj dillon's gonna get up and crack ricky steamboat in the head with this shoe ricky steamboat's gonna get then get uh the figure four locked in by flair steamboat's out that's it match over rick flair wins and, and then the whole time all you hear in the background is just like oh that i cannot believe it the, just that cheating rascal right there just the fact that he would sit there and do that and if you the oh, kind yeah. of person that's at home like rick flair always has the same kind of match i i want you to keep your ears tuned for stimson on nitro because we're gonna break it down for you man I also want you man is a legend he did more than one thing you just being redundant it's the same people that say John Cena only has five moves. It's idiots, man. You hear something and you want to repeat it because it sounds good. I agree with that statement because Ric Flair is a great fucking wrestler and he is Ric fucking Flair. Like, that's how he wins. That's what he does. He's better than you. And him and Steamboat are going to put on a fucking great one. And yes, so now Chris, is it my you turn? Will get, you will get Chop City 100%. You know, the woo! You're going to get Steamboat looking silky smooth in the ring. You're going to get, like I said, Flair just selling all over the place, begging, doing all this other stuff. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be great. And like I said, yes, basically, I don't know if you know this, but my card, I, there is, let's see, one baby face, one baby face. Um, I guess they're both heels. In I keep all my matches baby, feeling, baby face versus heel. Then it's baby face, baby face. Then you got the Road Warriors. Heart Foundation. So yeah, basically everybody that's either anti-hero or babyface is one because my main event, the heel is going home happy and champion. So you gotta let the fans like enjoy the whole night just to get it taken away right at the end and see Ricky lose. And uh, yeah, you had Sasha Banks win. That's a heel win. Sting is a babyface. Mick Foley is a babyface. Yeah, no, I'm saying that every match I had was babyface versus heel. Yeah. But listen. Oh, Harlem Heat's babyface, right? Now, it, amen. Now, in the last match, which is the main event that should be the last match out of any of these matches, we talking about months. Uh, he said his promos was Ric Flair versus the air. My 
promos is Paul Bear, one of the greatest Paul The Undertaker. Paul Bear is with Kane right now. No, in my timeline, he's with the Undertaker and Kane, but we're gonna get to that. <laughs> and in these promos, he's going against the greatest promo of all time. Rick Flair. The Rock. Rick Flair. CM Punk. And I understand. Hold on, Thomas. Who do you think is the greatest promo of all time? Ric Flair. It doesn't matter who you think the greatest promo of all time is. Because the answer is The Rock. And the bottom line is that The Undertaker and The Rock is having this great feud for months, right? The first two months is Paul Bear and The Rock trading barbs. And then last month, every time The Rock comes to the ring, the lights go off. And the crowd goes crazy because they, they think the Undertaker is coming out. But Paul Bear is letting them know, nah, the Undertaker, as the champion, has chosen The Rock. And they're not going to touch until they hit that ring. But guess what? This ain't the Undertaker you like. This is the Undertaker from the corporate ministry. Ew. He got shame behind him. He got viscera behind him. Midian. He's the bad guy. And you know who The Rock is? He just left Vince McMahon and them behind him. No more corporation for him. He's the fan favorite. He has the millions. millions of fans behind him. And The Undertaker shows up. All cards are stacked against The Rock. But at the end of the day, at the end of Stimson Slam, at the end of Stimson Cade, The Rock is on that middle rope, holding that belt up, and smelling what the crowd is cooking. And how did he finish him? Hold on, you a rock bottom. Undertaker. He hit him oh, with a rock bottom. The Undertaker One? got up with that uh that sit up, rolled his eyes back. The Rock looked at the camera with that crazy face. The Rock do like what? That didn't work. <laughs> and then he sit in the corner and wait for that second one. As soon as Taker gets up, another rock bottom, and it's one, two, Trace. And that's how the night ends, man. The Rock celebrating. Outside of Sasha Banks, what heel did you have win? It's not a heel night, man. That's not how booking goes. That's not how booking goes. That's how booking went tonight, man. Oh, you're the worst booker. You're Kevin Sullivan. You're the worst booker. Because this is the payoff show. This is Reg K. You know what I mean? I'm a strong believer that WrestleMania... You pay off all feuds and faces win. And then we reset. A new year starts. Are we at the judgment? It's time. And Chris, hey, I'm going to tell you like your math teacher told you at Southeast. Show your work. (laughs) Shout out to Mr. Lincoln. Wow, you have... 
Damn, these teachers never retired, did they? <laughs> He's the only guy teacher I remember off the top of my head. <laughs> I left this, I left this class to get my only pair of Jordans on in my life. Once upon a time. Shout out to Mrs. Shooty who told me to stop talking to Lance. Shut up, bitch. Was Lance a bad influence back then? No, I think no, Reggie I'm was a bad influence. Cool. I think they do something right to leave Lancelot. Lance actually had the working class, and I didn't care. We need to talk about our comic book. <laughs> All right, so looking at both. By the way, I could watch both of these. Ain't they great cars? So great, so I'll, great I'll watch Thomas's car in a second. Yeah. Wait till you see what we actually going to watch, Chris. I can't wait. <laughs> But looking at both of these cards, oh, these are tough, man. They're both, both tough. Do you want to run them down match by match or you want to do it overall? All right. It so might be. I can, I can run them down match by match. Okay. So, first match, who you feeling? The first match is Hogan versus Sting. Yes. Against. Dusty Rhodes versus Kenny Omega. Come on, Daddy. Come on, Come now. on now. Hogan versus Sting. With two out Hogan of three falls against the strap. Yep. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I got to have Hogan versus Sting. I'm sorry. Boo. Okay. Boo. Boo. Great choice. That's not a great choice. All My right. match has two great wrestlers. Reggie's match has one great wrestler, and it's definitely Sting. Yeah, but Hogan versus Sting, who's gonna pass that up? Come on, man. That's how many people look forward to that, Thomas. Me, I'm gonna pass that up because it's gonna have to it's not impact, Reggie. it's the Hogan versus Sting I made. <laughs> All right, the second match. Second match is which one is yours, Reggie? Oh, he went with my the... second match was the horseman versus the heat with the cage, okay. right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hold on, Thomas, is that right? It is. But now looking at this, though, because we have different time slots, so it's, like, weird because then, like, <laughs> I have an eight-minute match. We going match, match versus match, man. I'm going, yeah, I'm going off of this as if I'm like, all right, if I had to choose which money I'm going to put down for the pay-per-view. Okay. Right up. So then I got Jade Cargill versus China as my second Versus match. the Horseman versus the Heat. Oh, yeah, Reggie got that one. <laughs> okay, my third match is Chris on Rob Van Dam. And uh-huh. Reggie's third match is Moolah versus Sasha Banks. Oh, straight up. I got yours, Thomas. <laughs> That's an easy one. Four. Because he hey. disrespected the Moolah. Put some more respect on. on Moolah. I would like to say the fourth match should also be a really tough choice to toss up for you, Chris. Because you got my fourth match is the Hart Foundation versus uh, the Road Warriors. Uh, and Reggie but, but is Mick Chris. Foley versus Van Vader. And let's be real. In a hardcore match. Dude, it's the fucking Road Warriors and it's the Hart Foundation. Uh, <laughs> Chris is a hardcore match. And I can't do the wheel bond. I ain't going to push on you. We doing blood, man. And lots of it. Uh <sighs> I'm rolling with Thomas. Oh! Yes. Yeah. When you picked the Road Warriors, I had a feeling I was losing tag match. What, as soon as he said, oh, what a rush. <laughs> hey, but Thomas, did you see what I did to win tag match? 
Oh yeah, you, I do see what she I did. I threw the women to the yeah. I threw them to the curb. Okay, so the, the fifth the fifth match for me is I got Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Shawn Michaels in the Iron Man match, mm, mm. an absolute great classic. Mm. And Reggie has Macho Man Randy oh. Savage versus, versus Mister Perfect, Mr. Perfect Chris. Oh. For the Intercontinental title. Oh. They were talking shit. And this is Macho Man with Elizabeth. Oh. And this is Mr. This Perfect is, with Bobby the Brain Heenan. I'm, I'm this sorry. is I'm beer sorry, drinking Thomas. Stone Cold. I'm sorry, Thomas. You're talking about two of my favorite wrestlers right there, man. Macho I know. Hey, Perfect, Thomas, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he threw the belt on me, man. He threw a belt in on there. Hey, well, hey I guess Thomas, I'm going to tell you the truth. I think Chris likes the Intercontinental belt more than he likes the world belt. <laughs> tell the truth, Chris. Tell the truth. No, go ahead and say how you want to say it, Reggie. Just the way the belt looked. Remember when it was white before it went oh. yellow? Remember when the Honky Chris Talk used to love that, that shit. Hey, Chris, tell us is you did a lot of hockey is talk, man. man. The greatest intercontinental champion of all time. That's, yes. This, he's the guy I always associate with. Yes. I would like to yes. point out he, sh- he shouldn't be because he should not be associated with it. Hulk Hogan's a son of a bitch. That's no, Macho say. Man moved up and he won the world belt. He was the world champion. But when you think of intercontinental championship, who do you think of? Mr. Perfect and Honky Tonk Man. But that's me. Nah, to me, I think of Macho and Mr. Perfect. Because I think of Macho beating Hogan for the world title. That's what I think about. You know what I mean? So I don't think about Macho as the Intercontinental title. But anyway, here's, though, the thing, though, because we're going to end up in a tie because the sixth match, obviously, is Rick. Hold on, where are we at now? Oh, it's you are up three to two so far, Reggie. But the problem is now it's the main event. Don't disagree. Hold on. You don't know what the Taker (laughs) versus the Rock do. Yes, I do, because my match has Rick fucking Flair and Ricky Steamboat, and my match is fucking better than yours and actually has Chris. Chris's favorite wrestler, so I should Chris, be getting the It crown. has your favorite wrestler, but I want you to look at those four wrestlers and tell me Ricky Steamboat ain't at the bottom. In terms of saying, promo, not in terms of wrestling, are you fucking kidding me right now? Reggie? Hold on. Are you really trying to tell me that Ricky, you think Rick, The Rock hey, and Thomas, Undertaker are worse this wrestlers This whole time, I ain't been talking about wrestling. My favorite wrestler, well, no. My favorite wrestler is on the list, but who I think is the best wrestler of all time, Brian Danielson, is not on the list because Chris don't fuck with him. I'm talking about you pick it was four wrestlers in this main event. One of them niggas Chris didn't really fuck with. The nigga used to come out in a karate gi. He it does not <laughs> matter how did he wrestle. Chris, how did you feel about Ricky Steamboat growing up? Let me ask you this, Reggie. Look at that laugh that Chris is doing right now. He didn't fuck with no Reggie. Ricky Steamboat. Reggie, you know who we did fuck the with? Rick Flair. In the Chris, Chris, if you were gonna spend money on a wrestling show, or is it gonna have Ric Flair on it or not? I have to go with Reggie. Sorry. Oh, one. I can't that believe that. That was fucked up with I love the both. Is, I love both that, cards. I love both cards. The problem is hardcore wrestling fans love Steamboat, but they have to understand that the average fan has no affection for Steamboat. He didn't have a character. 
He wore karate gi. To, and Chris didn't even know that he used to bring his wife and child out to every match because he didn't give I a rock, fuck about rock, his matches. I rocked with Jimmy Superfly Snooker more than Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> yeah, but I it didn't was a bad to, choice. And the problem was, I didn't want to murder Thomas is on the my one card. that picked the instant win. Oh, the morals go out the window. He had the worst murderer on the list. What are you talking about? Before it started, Manson. he knew what? he had Flair and Taker. And he didn't because, do it. He overthought honestly, it. No, he because Flair and Taker, I wanted to make an act like for like at the end of the day, yeah, Chris. Let's be honest. But Flair let's be Taker, honest. Is that Lance, Lance, did I win? Let's be honest, okay? Let's not like let's have people who actually are wrestling fans weigh in. I want Lance. I want Des. I want Mike. Lance I want Jeremy. I want all y'all. Let me know. None of them niggas know Kenny. All right, let me ask you this, right? Yeah, but listen, let I got Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ric Flair. The like Bret Hart, As Rose Warriors. Right, so let me ask you this, Reggie, before we move on to our final say. Who would you have matched up Ric Flair with if you were Thomas on that main event? If I had the first pick, it would have been very simple. Ric Flair versus the Undertaker. And you would have immediately been like, yep, yep that's the okay. match. Here's two problems. I give you three months of promos. Here's Ric Flair the versus Paul Bear. They are both heels. Second problem. Nope, not okay. true. Because at the end of the day, I can make Ric Flair a face if I want to. That's you telling me what... I can't get people to cheer for Ric Flair? Oh, dude. Thomas, dude, what would you change not... on Reggie's? What would you change on Reggie's? On Reggie's card? Ooh, what a great question. I would definitely take Moolah and get her the fuck out of that match. And I would put in against Sasha Banks... Bailey, NXT Brooklyn. <laughs> That's what I would do. I would give her the moolah and put it in Bailey, is what I would do on Reggie's card for sure. <laughs> like and I won. Y'all saw it, ladies and gentlemen. So is it time? It's time. It's time. Four. It's mine. I go first. We're starting out on a real, real down note because I'm finna talk some mad shit. Oh no! Uh, first thing <laughs> I want to say oh, right no. now. Uh, oh, and by the way, I want you to know all of this is in slight jest. Don't take this personally, any of you people that hear this. Mike McCarthy, fuck you. Kellen Moore, fuck you. Dak Kellen Moore, fuck, fuck you. you. Dak Prescott, fuck you. You should have slid after 10 yards. CeeDee Lamb dropped multiple balls. Fuck Don't you. stop. Don't Amari stop. Cooper, where the fuck were you? I didn't see you get your name called one time. You get $20 million a year. Don't stop. Badass motherfucker. Where are you? Why is Dalton Schultz showing you up? Zeke, where were you? You already full? Did you eat a sandwich before Don't you got stop. to the stadium? The fuck is wrong with you? Hey, defense, Anthony Brown, what the fuck is wrong? I thought you were a pro bowler, motherfucker. You out here leaving niggas wide open. Trayvon Don't Diggs, stop. what the fuck are you doing? You lucky Jimmy Garoppolo overthrew Blair, Brandon Ayuk. Otherwise, you would have been gone for a touchdown. You would have got your ass beat. What's wrong with you? Ollie, Demarcus Lawrence, where the fuck were you? Where is the pressure on Garoppolo? That nigga's weak. Randy Why weren't you hitting him? Hey, Connor Williams, fuck you. Get off my team. Never come back. Get out of the league. You suck. You're terrible. What about hey. Chris's boy, Steele? Oh, I yes. Yeah, Darren Steele, did, did I see you? No. Connor Williams, you're the biggest culprit. Literally get off my team. How is how bad is it? The one person I thought that was going to cost us this game, Greg Zerline, did not cost us this game. 
That's how fucked up this game was, okay? Jesus Christ. Fuck every single one of y'all. But can the only I one who really can get off my team for good, Connor Williams, get out of my team. Everyone, all the rest of you, get better. Get good. Kill them Connor more Williams, leave my game. team. Kill them more. If you a head coach, go be it. And Get away from why, my team, man. That's why I put the blame on McCarthy because McCarthy is what? The head coach. Get in his damn ear and say, run this. No, Kellen Moore, go to Denver. Have fun. McCarthy's going to start calling plays. And if we don't win, at least he's going to get fired because he picked the plays this time. Who the fuck call, with no timeouts calls a quarterback draw with 14 seconds left. Oh, and, Dak, why the fuck why? are you running for why? so long? Get your ass on the ground, oh you idiot. That position. Why? They both fucked up. It was terrible, man. Was... I don't even want to. I can't dissect it. Man. The only player who showed up was Michael Parsons, and he even got knocked silly and still came back and played better than everybody else. Oh, also, I'll take that back. Leighton Van Der Esch. Way to make a couple tackles, bro. Hadn't seen you all year. But just showed up at the very end to at least give us a chance for, you know, Dak and Connor Williams and everybody else fucked it. But still, Jesus. Congratulations to Lance, though. I know your team won. Happy for you. But uh, all that shit, yeah. Shout out to Cowboys. Praise. Anyways, now we can move on to Reggie's final say. Maybe, you know, get a little now bit happy. get to a positive. Oh, that was going to be Beep, you know, part of mine, but you took that from me, but I'm glad you did because you said exactly probably some things I would have said. I would probably wouldn't have been that harsh, but yes. Well, that's because you're the nicer of the three of us, but uh, I'm glad I have a but heart. Now. Guess what? Hey, yo, 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 Feel the rhythm, feel the ride. Jump on up, it's bum sled time. Cool oh, runnings. Sanka, you dead, man? No, man, I'm not dead. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I see power. I see pride. I see a bad mother, mother that don't mess with nobody. Uh, Talk about this stereotyping. The Winter Olympics <laughs> is headed straight down the road. If you're not rooting for Jamaica, to win the gold medal on bobsled, you ain't a fan of this podcast. One time. One time. What's good? Are they doing a remake or something? Is that what I saw? No, they actually. Ah, it's it. real life. The, the actual Jamaican the Bobsled team made the about to make, It's about to happen, and Jamaica made it. We have a bum sled team. <laughs> Shout out to Herschel Walker when he did the bobsled or whatever he did. Fuck Herschel Walker. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> and I'm meant. Well, time for my final say. I know Dez is listening. He can relate. Word to logic. Who can relate? Because I've been thinking about 
who's going to be the next head coach for Kansas State men's basketball. I think Bruce is about to be done. So shout out to uh, – I, I appreciate what he done for my university. But, my man, enough is enough. When was the last time you developed a big man? Like a big man. <laughs> you know When's the last mean? big man y'all had? Michael Beasley? Yeah, if you can <laughs> big man. He's like the small forward to me. Has front court. Either way, it ain't working. We've been one of the worst teams. Even though we just beat Texas, even though we just beat Texas Tech, it's still not good enough, man. You got to make the tournament. And I don't see us making a tournament. So we got to figure that out. Well, Thomas stole my thunder to be blunt because I wanted to talk Cowboys, but he did it for me. So great. It's been a great night, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you having fun with us. Don't forget, my birthday is coming up on this Monday, if you're listening, on the 24th. So feel free to take two shots for your boy if you're listening, if you're grown enough. If you're not grown enough, don't do it. Wait till you're 21. Be responsible for once in your life. Anyways, you want to make a good birthday present, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Simpson Ain't Easy, on your favorite social media or whatever it is. Simpson Ain't Easy. On Instagram, Simpson ain't on Twitter. And also like, comment, subscribe, rate, review on the podcast wherever you listen to us. All right. Anchor, Spotify. Are we on Apple still? Yeah. 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 Google. <laughs> yeah. We're on everything. Wherever you listen to us at, just make sure you subscribe if you haven't. And make sure you tell a friend, just tell somebody who's ignorant and say, hey, you ignorant. Here's something that you would like. Let them know. Here's a fu- Here's a fun game you can play with all of your friends. Get your friends together. You all on separate devices listen to the podcast at the same time, and y'all guess what the fuzzes are. Just have, just play with that. Just have fun with that. Yeah, and then hit us up and give us your topics, suggestions, and all that stuff. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like so we can figure out what we need to do to make things happen for the 2022. You hear me? And in the meantime, between time, you can find me at playman 6 on Instagram and Twitter. And on Hot With The Three Jams, Kansas City's number one for hip-hop and R&B. That's right. KPRS.com. Make sure you download the Hot With The Three Jams app so you can check us out. Here's some of the greatest hip-hop and R&B on deck. Yeah. And this Ridge, a.k.a. Ridge exclamation point. You can find me alive from this.com for the music. And... Yeah. Live from that.com for the merch. Or awesome. I ain't got much to say today, man. Just buy something. <laughs> this, this look, this day is falling asleep. So I'm gonna tell you yes. right now. Uh it's your boy Thomas. If you don't kick him in his ass. <laughs> He's had too many shots, I'll tell you that much. Look, you can find me at Stimpiest King on Twitter. Come follow me. Hit me up. I'll respond. You can ask my brothers. I respond much quicker. I'm on that shit. I get notifications. Hit me up. Other than that, please come on over to... Because we actually, I, we had the guest on for once. My boy Tyler came on. We talked Star Wars. Come check out the newest episode. Uh, me and Kellen don't really love Star Wars like that. So if you also are like a, you know, it's cool. 
it's not like the greatest thing since sliced bread like white people make it out to be. Uh, come over there and check it out. Listen on. Uh, we brought Tyler on because we had to have at least one person that really liked the show, uh, Star Wars or something because we didn't want to make it, you know. Check us out. Otherwise, let us know what players you think should make it on your 70s list. If you don't, if 70s is too early for you, let us know who you think should make it on the 80s list for next week. Maybe we'll think about your picks. Yeah, if you want to make some money, make sure you bet on the Tennessee Titans. No, I got the Bengals winning. The Green Bay. So I'm still, I got the Packers versus the Bengals in the Super Bowl, remember? Kansas City. Don't listen to Chris. I wouldn't bet on Tennessee. Derrick Henry hasn't played since like October 8th. I would wait. <laughs> I would definitely take the Bengals. You see how Joe Burrow played last week? Yeah. Wait till he plays a defense. Until then, peace, baby. They call me Mr. Bombastic, but they're fantastic. When she touched my bum, she made me miss <laughs> <laughs>